Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. Joining me in the bunker this week is somebody who technically actually hasn't been on this show yet. We've done a swap cast. Kind of been on this show. We've done a swap cast. We, we, we were together on fake... Consp- what was Cons- Fake conspiracy guys? Fake, fake disaster guys. Fake disaster guys. Yeah. Uh, so I think anybody that's heard the podcast now knows who is here. It's Paul from Not Another Fake Newscast. Hey guys. Yeah. We were talking before we recorded that every podcast may be somebody's first podcast. Someone has looked across the world of podcasts and thought to themselves, disaster artists, not another fake newscast. And the subject, are we allowed to say the subject yet? Oh, it says it in the fucking title. It says it in the title. <laughs> so, yeah. and the predator. Uh, that that's where I'm going to begin my podcasting journey. For those who are not that person, that's <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, I, I'm Paul from Not Another Fake Newscast. We have a podcast about fake news and politics. It's a pretty yeah. That's a pretty good accurate description. I think most people would like it. I think mo- most like constant listeners of ours are well aware of your podcast. We done a, a camping trip last year in October, I think. Was it October yet? It was, yeah, it was October-ish. <laughs> yeah, so we done a, a swap cast where ourselves and those con- Gordo and Paul from Those Conspiracy Guys, we done a podcast together. So if you haven't heard that, go back to, to and listen to that because it might give Pause you... Pause this. Listen to that now. Give us all... And listen to it on all our feeds so as we all get the downloads. Ideally, pause that. Go back to all our feeds and listen to everything from the start. That would be fucking amazing for numbers um, yeah, across yeah. the board. But also, it's a good little prequel to this because, like, this is us in the wilderness versus a predator. So it makes sense to go back and listen. A to predator it. or the predator because they are very different oh. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll get to that. But either way, like, that's how that was. Like that episode, you could see that as our preparation for. This I mean, there was, there was there was times on day two before Paul showed up where, not not me, Paul, other Paul, where he could well have been the predator. <laughs> <laughs> so the last time I seen Paul was when we were doing. Well, technically it was the live show, but prior to that was when we went camping. So the first, my first impression of you, other than us talking online, like first impression of you in real life was you calling to my door in a kilt. With like a utility belt, <laughs> knife with like and a knife, uh, knives and axes hanging, yeah. and a big fucking black beard, and it's like, well, that's the Viking person you would want to hunt. That'd be a challenge. I mean, in saying that though, you probably don't want to hunt a guy who has both an axe and a fighting knife. Well, if you want to be a good sportsman, I guess. Which the which I don't is. want to. Predator's big on sport. Apparently, he is, but I have some. You're, you're, you're dubious about this. Yeah, the, I, I the, think the that's he's a bit of a. There's some contradictions there that we'll get to, but that's a that's a perfect segue into uh, the Predator. So uh, you watched this during the week? Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, just to make sure that I had brushed up on it properly, I also watched it today on the bus on the way over to see you. Because so. you watched it just today. I mean, and like you... the idea was I would have watched it just before we started recording this, but we've also had a few beers <laughs> since then. Yeah, just so everybody knows. To begin with, this was kind of a rushed episode. Rushed in the sense that Paul mentioned he was going to be in the country. And I was like, oh, yeah, we've got to record an episode. And we didn't really, I think it was only a few nights ago we even decided. Yeah, yeah we just like, yeah, no, let's episode. do Predator. People have asked for Predator. Let's do Predator. But that's quite... Quite short. I mean, uh, yeah. so we had both obviously seen Predator because 
Who hasn't? Because everyone in our age range if you were has born, <laughs> yeah. If you were born in the mid-80s and you but, haven't seen Predator, what the fuck are you doing with your fact, life? If you're listening to this, right? so if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Predator, go watch Predator. Because first, there's going to be spoilers yeah. straight off the back. And secondly... Like you, this, this episode. Why did you choose this episode? Yeah, <laughs> why have you chosen? But now? why just? Why have you not seen Predator? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like it's certainly up there with one of the better Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Oh, definitely. It's where like the one of the best Arnie lines. Yeah, get uh, to the to chopper. The chopper. <laughs> like it's where that comes from. Why it's, would you not watch it? Yeah. I mean, the only line that I think is possibly better is a uh, in Commando where he like, let off some steam <laughs> yeah. it, and he's snuck through the steam pipe. It might oh, be more. We should do Commando as well. Next time you're over, <laughs> next we should time do we're Commando. And the thing is, we see that next time. Like I'm over all the fucking time. Next <laughs> yeah. time we get together to do this, we should just like, make that. A re- whenever you're over, we do we do, we just do movie movie. <laughs> I can't wait for that last action hero. That's my favourite Arnie movie. People shit on that so much. That's I'm... your favourite Arnie movie? Maybe not So favorite. I've just said Commando and Predator and your favourite is Last I Action Hero. I fucking love Last Action Hero. Mine's is, mine's is um, uh, Twins. <laughs> it's a pretty good film too. <laughs> twins. Uh, or the other one, Mr. Nanny. Is that the one? Is, it, is that him? No? Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Wait, no, Mr. Nanny. Uh, no, that's Michael Keaton, isn't it? What's Junior? What's, are you thinking Junior's the one who's pregnant? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Classic, classic. Apparently, they're still doing triplets. Sequel to Twins with Eddie Murphy. I hope not. <laughs> Spinning the bar, but we should do a Arnie. Like that should. Be <laughs> we just do, we'll we just do just Arnie episodes every time. Because there's some good one. Like you do, like Terminator is a perfectly suitable one to do. And Terminator too. And Terminator two. Ideally, not <laughs> so much Terminator. The next one that he's in. Three. <laughs> is it three or four? I, well, he's in all of them, isn't he? He comes back as a younger version in... Does oh, no, he's not in Salvation, but he's in the most recent one, Genesis. Does that mean we get to that other fucking movie, the one where it's got, like, 16,000 old washed-up action heroes? You know you know the one? Oh, the Expendables. Because he's the president or some yeah. shit, and he kicks about... Is he not I in a church? Yeah. Does he uh, not have an argument with Bruce Willis? Did I make that up? That happens. No, I think that's in a... <laughs> I wouldn't like to do them, because I don't want to have to watch those again. <laughs> no, but there's a really, really, really good scene where, like, fucking... Uh, I can't even remember who, but one of them, like... Is it like somebody like they throw a fucking uh, cutthroat razor through somebody's hand and they stick it to a wall before they blow up a helicopter? Oh, wait, oh. no, we have to get back to Predator because <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> issues. There's a, no, not even just that. There's a lot of issues with blowing up helicopters that I've got with this yeah. movie. Yeah, to go back to Predator. You watched it on the bus on the way here? Yes, yeah, so I've watched it twice in the last week. Yeah. When was the last time you watched it before now? Oh, probably a while ago, actually. That was the reason that I watched it. It was that way where it's like, I remembered most of the key components of it. Yeah. But like the the the, the classic interactions and dialogues between all the members <laughs> before the cast, I hadn't, you know, it was one of those things that had just been part of life. I hadn't really thought about it anymore. See, what's funny, I don't know if I've ever actually, like my memory of Predator is so fresh in my head from watching it as a kid. And I've always loved it. But until watching it this week for this episode, there was so much in it where I'm like, I don't remember this. And I'm pretty sure I, until this week, I hadn't actually seen the first Predator movie in whole. Like, I think I always like tuned into it like it was on RTE as a as a kid. And I always tuned in like 20 minutes into it. Yeah, you just seen bits of it. Yeah. See, there was bits when I was watching it today, just like, oh, that's why they're there. 
Oh, well, like, that's who they are. Do you for, know what I mean? For, like, I couldn't tell you. I don't think, uh, up until this week, I don't think I could have told you. If someone had said to me, like, right now, like, in Predator, why is Arnie in the rainforest? Yeah. Uh, like, what, what's the background story behind that? Like, I'd have taken a stab in the dark guess because I know that he's kind of like a soldier in, tar- in charge of a specific special forces battalion, but I couldn't tell you why or, like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the actual reasoning behind it. Like, not off the top of my head anyway. Well, even before we recorded, we were talking about, like, what? jungle they were in no, I, I still don't even fucking know i'm pretty sure it was cambodia but i think it was an asian jungle because there's asian people yeah 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 like in the jungle when they're fighting already the now there's people chewing it out we're like they don't even know what jungle they were in well yeah I mean, but <laughs> why like, would you care like, like realistically fine asshole like anybody who's wanting to tune out think about this it wasn't an asian jungle it was a jungle in like the closest fucking place to the movie studio to look like that jungle. But I remember, like, so... Now, not not the last time I watched it, as in this week, but I remember it was only in the last few years when I watched Predator where I actually, for the first time, saw the opening scene with the spaceship. Because I remember, as a kid, when I seen this film, I never saw the opening scene. So for me, when I was watching it, I didn't know Predator was an alien. It was just a, it was just a predator. It was a mystical. Be- it could have been like a, a supernatural, like an angry troll. Yeah, yeah. I never. It wasn't until I start like halfway during the film when you start seeing that he's using like alien tech. Where I'm like, I thought that was meant to be like a twist. Where I'm like, oh, it's an alien. I bet it gets dropped off at the start. It gets dropped off. But that's in, it. I in never a saw. I always we we Star Wars type music yeah, in the yeah. background as well. But that's it. I'd never. I always tuned in just after the opening scene, so I didn't see that introduction. That he was, in fact, an alien. Which, and so, like, as a kid, I kind of thought that worked better, where you didn't know whether he was of this earth or not. Do you do you think they come and pick him back up at the end? Like E.T.? Well, like, like, I mean, like, so they drop him off. Like, we see it kind of driving by Earth and, like, throwing him out on the way past, right? Is the idea that they're going to come back, like, I'll be back on Tuesday to pick you up? Is that So you, you've <laughs> well, only yeah, got between now like, and Tuesday to murder cunts? Well, it's like a gang... <laughs> initiation thing isn't it like yeah, it like a jump in like ms13 <laughs> uh, yeah. for aliens. Well, leave him there it's like you want to prove yourself to the tribe we leave you here if you can survive for the week but is it for a week that's what i mean well yeah i'm not sure how long it is because you don't really touch on that because it could be any amount of time but he seems very desperate like it seems towards the end of the first film he he's trying to get home like once I mean, like, if I was in a jungle in Cambodia for any amount of time, I'd want to be heading home. Like, it's not particularly pleasant. Why do you think he chooses Cambodia? Probably because it was relevant to the socio-political aspects (laughs) of the movie industry at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd, I'd, I'd take a stab in that. If we read one now, it would probably be in Russia or America, I'm guessing. Yeah, although he sees an infrared, so like... Infrared would be a nightmare. Imagine <laughs> he was in a major city. That's probably... I mean, in saying that, as we discussed off air, like... What, Predator 2? In the event, no, no. If I was... Oh, sorry. If you took a infrared camera and you stood in a rainforest and you looked out into the rainforest, that's, it would fucking blind you. Yeah, that's the, a big problem with the film. With the massive there, amounts of life that's going on there. There's scenes where he's scanning the entire rainforest and you just see, like, Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're like... That's not. That's, that's not, not all the that is in that rainforest at all. <laughs> like, I mean, literally every tree there will be crawling with life. Well, I mean, the thing is, we even know that you can see the life because at some point they stab a fucking scorpion, and then it looks at the scorpion yeah, and yeah. you see the life there, and then the life kind of leaves it and it goes blue, yeah, and yeah. it makes the shape of a scorpion conveniently. 
so we know that he can see the life. So that then suggests, from what we've been given, that the only life in that area of the rainforest is the special forces team, the girl that they kidnap, and that one scorpion. <laughs> no other life in that area of the rainforest. Which is then probably why he chooses that area, because it's much, much, much easier to murder people. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, realistically, we probably have to go from the very start of the movie and talk about what what the premise of the movie is. So, the, well, the premise is they're... Uh, well, what are they doing? They're hired by... Apollo Creed. Apollo, Apollo, <laughs> Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. I feel out of respect. We should at least know his actual name. So Apollo Creed hires, who's wearing a, sh- a tie now, and Arnie makes it clear that he's wearing a tie now. But um, he's pushing pencils. Pushing pencils. CIA. Pushing pencils. You're wearing a tie. Just and then they have a weird arm wrestle in the air, where yeah. quite clearly Arnold Schwarzenegger's arm, which bicep is about the size of me, and I'm quite a portly man, is going to crush Apollo Creed's arm. Is that but, the most? I, I I can't decide if that's the most manly handshake. That's in, the most in, testosterone. Or the most or the most homoerotic handshake. I think it's maybe a bit of both. Yeah, I think yeah. It's maybe a bit of both. It depends. It depends it's a fine your, line. Oh, very fine. It always is, though. It always is. Um, they hold it for so long. So long. And then they start to wrestle. And then, and then even when they start to wrestle, it's just like surely, from Apollo Creed's point of view, as a pencil pusher in the CIA, who's quickly not as big as Arnie. He already knows he is losing this. Why not just be like, I concede? Rather <laughs> than because Arnie says it like once, possibly twice, like, do you give up yet? And like obviously, obviously the the big massive man mountain. But also isn't that kind of a dickhead of a friend? Like imagine you're friends with somebody. Like so so you're bigger you're you're bigger than me. What you're saying is Arnie a dickhead of a friend? Because remember on the other side of this Apollo Creed does take his friend into well, a I mean, woods and lie that, him. That happens <laughs> like, we don't know that happened yet. <laughs> but imagine like so so you're you're a bigger guy than me. Imagine if every time we meet when we shake hands you, I crush your you hand make, make a you... point of of that you're you're bigger than me. I crush your hand <laughs> and I make you say sorry. Yeah. Like why would you be friends you with that Do you bow to me? Do you bow to me? Who would be friends with that That's why person? I'd leave and join the CIA, to be honest. Yeah. I don't understand why that's I'd be That's all that's what's holding me back. I see your pension now. Fuck you, Arnie. <laughs> so, treat me like shit. Also, um, Arnie waits till all the rest of his team got off the helicopter at the very start of the movie and then sits there and smokes a cigar in the chair in the dark before he gets out the helicopter because you can't smoke while the helicopter's flying. You can still smoke within the helicopter, as it turns out, very, very specific military rules on cigar smoking in helicopters. Wow, so this is a really accurate uh, military depiction. Is that what you're saying? Well, well, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, that was his place of work up until it landed. At the point he landed, he was just sitting on a seat and he was now allowed to smoke. It was forward thinking. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> so they get out, they talk to Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed's just like, you're the best of what you do. And Arnie says that he is not a... He, he is not an assassin. He is not a hired assassin. He does rescue missions. And then Apollo Creed says something similar to, I've seen what you've done in Berlin, which suggests that the special forces group who are jungle-based <laughs> used the jungles of Berlin and free the man <laughs> near the end of the 80s, at the end of the Cold War, just before the wall had collapsed. They had sent Arnie and a group of guys in to free a man. Sorry, I just had to because we're we're we just can't calling keep him going Apollo Creed. <laughs> Carl Wetters, sorry. I think I knew that. I think I knew that deep down, but let's just call him Apollo Creed Can anyway. Call him it's, Apollo yeah. Creed. I don't mean it bad. I just mean <laughs> no, no. It's a, like to be honest, I kind of want to call Arnie Terminator if it's okay. It yeah, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Well, let's do that. Let's Terminator and Apollo Creed. Um, we can call the Predator Jean Claude Van Damme. Is that okay? 
for some of the film, he's Jean-Claude Van Damme. But actually, I think... Remember at the start of the film, there's a, a black guy wearing glasses. He's like a pilot. Yes. That's actually Predator for the later stages of the film. It's the, it's same the new Predator. Yeah, yeah. So for listeners, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme plays Predator when he's invisible. But then they reshot loads of scenes because they changed the outfit and Jean-Claude Van Damme was angry that he didn't get to show off his karate skills. So they recast him. Can't wait for Karate Predator. See, I, yeah, you were karate saying this Predator's beforehand. Be they movie. missed the boat. <laughs> like, maybe that's that new film. Karate Predator, I fucking <laughs> hope so. See if, see if the reviews well, come out and it's just Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> dressed as a Predator, karate and the shit out of other Predators. I'm watching that for days. The new film that's coming out, which is called The Predator, which is why we're doing this, to jump on those clicks, mm-hmm. uh, that's meant to involve like a super Predator. I they, believe it's so. I believe it's not just a super Predator, so I believe the Predators genetically modify themselves to make themselves variant predators, as I understood from the information. Oh, okay. So, you know, like, they can, you know, you know, make yourself, like, a skinny, wily, fast predator, or, like, I, I mean, I'm now instantly going to gremlins, where it's just, like, a spider predator, <laughs> yeah. and a vegetable predator, like, a bat predator. I don't fucking know the actual ones. Well, but either way... But there's a big predator, who's, like, yeah. a genetically modified super predator, and they are predator in the predator, because that predator is the... Is the I love that. Is the, is the, They're the predator, predator in the, the predator. predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the tagline for the movie, I believe. Um, and he is the most... What uh, happens when the predator becomes the predator? <laughs> predator did. Uh, and I believe that that's it, where it's just like, humans are shite. Let's, let's predator some predators, but we need a super predator. It's a bigger predator, a more predator than the last predator. <laughs> I, I would love if that exact dialogue <laughs> was in the film. I think, I'm pretty certain that's how the movie starts. You have an entire paragraph where humans the word predator sh- is just, just, used just, just seven a scroll, times. Just a scroll. It's not like that. I was like, humans are shite, but predators are the best predators, so let's predator the predator, but we need a super predator for the predators to predator. I'd be overjoyed. Maybe there's a possibility that John claude Van Damme will pop up in that. And Karate the, the Fuck at the predator. predator. Or, or the not super predator and Karate Fuck. I mean, I'm guessing the super predator dies. Unless it's John claude Van Damme. Maybe they take the top word like John claude Van Damme as the super predator would win, would be the one to win. Well, I mean, we'll know straight away because whatever predator's drinking cures light <laughs> will be the John claude Van Damme predator. <laughs> like wearing denim. Denim predator. Doing the splits between two trucks. Drink it, Cures Light, wearing denim. If Cures Light want a sponsor, disaster, it's just email <laughs> It's funny because uh, we've tried to get them as sponsors before. Really? Yeah, we've done the grey episode where we made this big deal about how they drink cores in that film. It's a long story, I won't go into it. So anyway, so we've not even got into the woods yet, into the we, forest. Yeah, the forest, woods. probably not the woods, but probably can't call it that. It's probably, <laughs> like that. It's probably a bit more intense. Yeah, so essentially Apollo Creed and Terminator have met up and they've had a conversation regarding how the Terminator's team will only save people when they're not assassins. Yeah. They make sure you know that they're not. I mean, their methodology when you actually see them save people is very much like assassins because they murder literally every person. I mean, once we get to the point that we can discuss the fact that there's at least 13,000 grenades thrown in every direction in that camp. The idea that there's any mercenary group in the world who functions on 
we only save people is the most ridiculous thing ever. So nothing overly happens other than they get a, it gets a bit weird and they find the helicopter and the skin bodies and stuff up until they get to the camp. Yeah. So I kind of almost which they take quite well. They do take well, yeah. and he even knows them. It's like oh, it's uh, I can't even remember. It's Henry, he uh, he was a friend of mine. Oh, he's skinned inside out. And and where's the rest of his team? Well, there's at least another three people there with him. So we've established that there's four of them there. And the rest of them have just disappeared as if... uh, There's no tracks leaving. No, no anything. So, and then they go, then they find the base. But in real life, so so put yourself into that position. So you are with this mercenary group who only saves people. Only saves people. And, the and pe- a member of the CIA who is definitely friends with you, <laughs> yeah. and was also Apollo Creed. And and you find this group of soldiers who are pretty much skinned inside out, hanging from trees, no tracks leaving the scene. Do you continue into the woods? The thing is, though, does it seem that like I mean, they, they act as if it's something like they're hunting down fucking guerrilla mercenary warfare well, they people acted as if that's... in like in like in like Cambodia, like. Like, as, as much as, oh, we've decided it's Cambodia, but as much as, like, uh, it's a fucking horrible thing to come up against, is it, is it that unlikely that a group of gorilla, horrible, you know, like, poo-poo sticks, climbing about underneath people, like the Viet Cong, that, that, yeah, that type I of mean, inherited people, do you know what I mean? Essentially, the people from the area, I mean, essentially, you're talking about the eight people who are from the era of the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah. And, like, some kind of continuation of that group of people yeah, yeah. the idea that's Cambodia or whatever is it so outrageous to imagine that they would like skin some guys that they've murdered no, like I mean it doesn't seem no, like that's not outrageous but I think the fact that there's no trace of where they went is what's outrageous or the other guys yeah yeah I mean, I mean fair enough but like but like the only tracker they've got is Billy and I like Billy <laughs> but I mean, Billy he's might not, be my. Yeah, Billy he might, might be, not be. Billy might. Billy might be my favorite character in the movie for numerous reasons, but I can't guarantee that Billy is the best tracker to have. You don't think he's good at his job? Doesn't seem great at his no. job. Like, there's a whole load of things that Billy does, including <laughs> being killed so <laughs> fucking quickly. <laughs> like, so that's the, like, that's, like, there is there is not a man in the entire movie I mean, killed as quickly as Billy. That's the worst report of a boss writing up a job. I like Billy, but as far as his weaknesses goes, being killed first day on the job. <laughs> like I mean I know we're kinda of jumping ahead, but just so we're clear about Billy. Billy has a gun. Mm. A gun that we have already established can't injure the predator by this point. Yeah. And he's standing on a log the only point that the predator can travel across to get to where they are. And Billy takes almost all his clothes off, throws the gun in the water, pulls his knife out, cuts his chest open, then the screen pans to Arnold Schwarzenegger and you hear Billy scream because he's been killed instantly (laughs) because he took all the things that he had to stop Billy from being dead and threw them in the water and cut himself and then got murdered. Billy is possibly one of the worst soldiers. And Billy gets told by Arnold Schwarzenegger, Billy, don't do that. Come with us. And Billy ignores a direct order from his superior. Billy's the worst soldier. Yeah. And and it's not even done in that heroic way where I'm sacrificing myself. It it comes across more like I'm just a psychotic. (laughs) I have (laughs) lost it. I have got it. I mean, there's a point where Billy is looking into the rainforest holding a bag on a chain round his neck 
and not saying anything. And he's asked at least twice, what are you looking at, Billy? And he doesn't reply. And then eventually he does reply and says, there's something out there. And then... And then he changes his mind. Then he's just like, maybe there's not. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Billy, like, your job is the guy who has to determine if there's something out there. You're the tracker guy. Like, you are you are stereotypically and possibly racist the Native American that we brought with us who is a tracker. <laughs> and you have, you have proved yourself to be like... I can't. I mean, there's at least three times where he's like, "I can't find any tracks anywhere for this." It's like, Billy, are you even that good a tracker? <laughs> like, <laughs> essentially, the only reference that we've got as moviegoers is that Billy can't track shit <laughs> at any given point, and Arnold Schwarzenegger expects that Billy can't. But maybe he just lied in his CV. This is his first day on the job. He's like, "I'm one of the best trackers in the whole of the, the, the Hopi tribe." And yeah, or it was an incentive to make sure they had a diverse team. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, yeah, like you need. Well, we're going to have to have some form of Native American. And then they got him and they were just like, what do you do? It's like a track. And then he got there and literally for the whole day, he's just like, I can't find anything. But they didn't let him finish. And he was like, well, I track rabbits. <laughs> like, <laughs> I track only small mammals in large open areas. So this it's funny because this is actually a question I had written down. Who do you think is the most disposable or expendable? Let's call them expendable. I don't think, I don't think Billy's expendable because I quite like Billy as a character. Yeah, yeah. I also love the fact that there's there's a white guy. Or actually, he's the guy who I think is the most expendable. Think... This, but there's a white guy called Poncho. Yes, right? yes, yes. And then there's a Native American guy called Billy. And quite clearly what happened when they were writing the script, the names were the other way about. And someone <laughs> in the script writer was just like, we can't call the Native American guy Poncho, and they were just like, swap him with Billy. Because the other guy's definitely a Billy. Now, yeah, I, yeah. I think Billy is the guy who has the grenade launcher. Yeah. Why did you bring Billy? Or what is it? Or is that Jesse Ventura that has the grenade? Oh, no, he's got the minigun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Jesse Ventura's yeah, got the minigun. No, but no, no, there's a there's Billy's got the grenade launcher. No, 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 no sorry. Poncho's got the grenade launcher. Yeah. And that's the only gun he seems to have in any given scenario. Now, put this into perspective. They've made it clear that they are only there to save people and they have no interest in being assassins yeah, yeah and the guy they have brought with them called poncho has only a grenade launcher which isn't exactly known for its precision shooting he only has a grenade launcher always and every scene he only has a grenade launcher when he's going up against a predator predator he has a grenade launcher when there's guys in a nesting he has a grenade launcher when he's shooting into the camp that he knows there might be prisoners he's using a grenade launcher yeah. That seems like the weapon that, like, Poncho's a dick. Like, I don't know. Poncho's the expendable one, in my opinion, because he showed up with a grenade launcher where everyone else had an actual gun. I mean, Jesse Ventura's minigun's not the best weapon to have in that scenario either. See, I think Jesse Ventura, as a person in the film, I think he's the most expendable. I don't know if I'd like to have him on my team. Is there a scene that kind of suggests he might be a racist? Absolutely. At the very start They're of the in the movie. helicopter, yeah, and he right, just, like, where, where he's not happy with Apollo Creed. He just looks then, over at Apollo Creed and he just spits on his shoes. On his shoe and he comes <laughs> across like a racist. And now it turns out later on in the movie that he's good friends with Mac. Which threw me out of what I was like, wow. Because I was, then, I, because I'd made up my mind. He was a racist. He's up until that point, he was a definite but, racist. And then that's what I talk about. Maybe, because it seems like he's fairly close with Arnie's character. And I think maybe he was just jealous that Arnie was uh, touching base with his old best friend. 
maybe he thought he was losing his best friend. It could be that, but I mean, in the helicopter, <laughs> it comes I, across I, racist. In the helicopter, I thought, well, he's racist. Yeah, like he's the best. I'd like character. to think that it's actually a more emotional. <laughs> where I mean, he he was losing the best friend. Isn't it more? It's it's much nicer to think of it like that. The cowboy hat, the handlebar mustache. The minigun and the fact that he was chewing tobacco and spitting was, on black I guys think he made was ra- me feel that he <laughs> yeah. was racist. No, I'm pretty sure you know, he was like, racist. He'd done a lot to make you feel that he was racist, and maybe that was maybe that was character development when you seen how upset Mac was later on when he yeah. died. Like he was his best friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it seems like. But maybe is that that thing that you know he, he just he, he had this one one person from that culture he made friends with so, like, so they, they were acceptable yeah yeah exactly yeah, he was in fact very racist because racist. with apollo creed like he's got he has had nothing got to do with him and he just looks across at him and he spits tobacco I mean, phlegm it, it looks, on his boots he looks at him like he was carrying yeah. a, a tiki torch in odessa like he's got he's so the uh, the options are either he was racist or he was jealous that arnie had found a new best friend so just while we're talking about max so see on the helicopter and i don't know if you know this max shaving he likes a bit of shave he likes to shit when he gets he's nervous shaving, he's shaving with a a, a straight razor a straight ra- like, well not, not a straight razor, not, a, a but safety, a safety razor. razor yeah he's, yeah he's got a safety razor when he's on the helicopter now later on in the movie <laughs> he's, he's shaving a, with a, back. a plastic <laughs> yeah, yeah, bag like, like, like the a, brakes yeah yeah the brakes now are we then Imagine either he's left his safety razor on the helicopter and takes a bit with him into <laughs> battle, or he takes both of them and thought disposable razor time. Or like, I mean, why? Why did that happen? Why did they not just have him use? Is it so he could break it? See if we're going to make it so he could break it. Reshoot that fucking scene in the helicopter where he's using the razor and yeah, just yeah. give him the bit. But and already the break in the they already do the thing he's shaving before he breaks it he like starts to cut himself yeah. which already gets true gets across the point that he's nervous so you don't even they need done that with a safety razor yeah yeah you don't even need him, him to break it in fact with a safety razor it emphasize it more that he's like cutting oh because himself. it would be deeper and it would be yeah, more yeah. nasty for you to be able to do that with a safety razor yeah, I've no. That it, it's so funny that you had the same thought. Like when I was that. watching, I was just going, that, "What the fuck has he got that, a that, that fucked with me so <laughs> much. I was like, "What? Why? Why is this happening?" It's like he definitely has a safety razor. Why is he got? Why is he now using a bit? Like, does he feel that the difference in the type of shave that he gets from the two of them? It's also just such a weird character. <laughs> Torque that yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. shaving whenever he's, well, which is, I like. People, it's people good. used to shave and. Uh, and saunas. So a lot of saunas you go to, it says, oh, steam rooms and saunas, it says uh, no shaving. You get signs on them. Right. Because supposedly the closest shave that you get, the best shave that you get because of the pores the steam, you get, is yeah, when, you're, yeah. when you're in the sauna. So if you're in a rainforest in Cambodia, you're probably going to get quite a close shave. Oh, I didn't even really think of that. That's a very Because, you know, it's point. like warm, it's yeah, kind of yeah, humid. Yeah. Like, it's essentially a, the closest thing that you get to a natural sauna slash yeah, steam room. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So he was just working on a decent, nice, clean shave. He was just looking, all just, his just life, he was just it. looking for the best shave. He was just looking for the best shave that he could have. And maybe then that He's makes sense. He writing a book why, on it. Maybe that's why he was using the different levels of razor. Like, he had to work out what shave he was getting was the best Absolutely. shave. Absolutely. So, like... So, totally irrelevant he to was the death that was happening everything. around him. It was just, like, if there was more scenes with him later, he'd have had, like, a cutthroat oh. razor, like a Mac 3, and, he'd, you know, he'd have had a better idea of the best way to I shave. Wait, I wish we had...
Fraser's as a sponsor because what what a great Shit. segue. I Cornerstone. Cornerstone's one of my sponsor. Oh well, let's segue into it. Uh, go to fake news. Cornerstone fake news. We'll put the link at the bottom of this. Cornerstone. You can get uh, for a tenner. You can um, get your first delivery where you'll get a razor. You'll get shaving cream. You'll get blades, and you'll get a moisturizer. And yeah, I mean, I actually genuinely. I mean, I know I've got a beard and stuff like that, but I genuinely do actually uh, subscribe to. Uh, the bit between the kind of mid of my you cheek maintain, and my eyes. you got to maintain, have a good beard, you need to maintain well, that's the upper and the outer reaches. You don't want to give like a kind of homeless eye hair going yeah, on and stuff yeah. like that, do you know what I mean? So, like, but I do actually get Cornerstone delivered. So anyway, back to, back to, back to the movie, I would imagine. The point was, if he had that razor... Maybe what? he'd still be alive because he wouldn't be so busy testing them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> be. Like, like because he wanted to, he wanted to leave the life of a mercenary. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to get into the, the lucrative want... world of testing razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a man born. He was born too early. Like that's it. That's it. I mean, see now, like I imagine, like the in Mac Five, the Fusion. Ah. The, uh, he would just the, have his own YouTube channel you know, where he tests, fucking Hydra. tests different oh, razors. Just, just, just kind of make sure it doesn't push too far like he <laughs> did when the Predator was there. That, that was his calling in life. And his mm. best friend, the racist. <laughs> you've got Mac, you've got the racist, you've got Apollo Creed, you've got the Terminator, you've got Asian Girl, you've got Poncho, you've got Billy, whose names have been swapped, and then you have other white guy with glasses who makes two pussy jokes whose name I can't remember and who absolutely definitely gets killed really early You know on. who that is, though? I don't know the character's name. Is it? Is it? So I know, who, I know who I thought it was and I know who I thought would play it, but and then I realised that he then plays the same character in Hot Shots. Oh, I'm not is sure. It, he is might. It, is it your man from, like, whose line is it anyway? The comedian? No. It's a director. It's Shane Black. Is it? Yeah. So to me, I thought it was see your man from whose line is it anyway? Who's a something's? Is it Swales? I think I know the guy you're talking. I don't know his name, but I know the guy. He's Colin Lanky. He plays that. He yeah, plays yeah, that yeah. exact character in Hot Shots Part Two and Hot Shots. Like he's get the he's he's the character who's got um, PTSD yeah, in Hot yeah. Shots Part Two, and he's like kind of. There's people who are listening to this who are shouting. Fucking idiots. Fucking. They don't even know the hot shots. They should have maybe maybe six beers. Maybe six beers before recording the podcast wasn't the best idea. (laughs) Um, I thought that's who it was, but he makes two of the worst pussy jokes I've ever heard in my entire life. Although, although, are brilliant. One of them is a continuation from the last one that kind of makes it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. like he's in his setup. And I think I think that wasn't. I think that's just the actor. Just they're told him to like make up pussy jokes. Billy's laugh to that the second joke. Ha 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 is quality. No, but he's uh, he's not an actor. He's just a screenwriter director. So he uh, he wrote. Have you seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrote that. He wrote and directed Iron Man 3. Mm, I wouldn't be, would be, would be shouting about that. It's, it's, it's not bad. Like, to be, right now, as things stand, he's wrote more Iron Man movies than me or you. <laughs> so fuck it. Little Weapon 2, I think he wrote nice. that. See, to be honest, he's probably financially much better off than me and you. But the most important one is he is the writer and director of the new Predator film. Is he? So like, it's a, going to be full of pussy jokes. <laughs> but like, so a C-list, a C-list actor in the first Predator movie is now the writer and director of the new Predator movie. So, Rags and Riches story right there. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I think he was like, I. The reason he's in Predator is because he was already in Newfork. Yeah, yeah. People it was, like, the, yeah. it was a cameo. Or it wasn't just like it was a minor appearance. It was more of a, a cameo appearance. I the think two jokes I can actually tell you because I'm very good at remembering this type of stuff. So the first, so the first joke that he tells that nobody laughs at is a. Uh, he said the guy said to his girlfriend, "I would really like doing a uh, getting a little pussy." And his girlfriend replies with Sokida and then he has to explain that it's suggesting that she's got quite a large pussy. Yeah. And then the following joke is I was going down on my girlfriend and something about, you know The this, following one is Yeah, uh, I love going down your pussy, I love going down your pussy yeah. and she says, You don't have to say it twice and he says I didn't suggesting that it's cavernous and it was a it was yeah, a, yeah. it was an echo. But I guess the kind of point in that is that he's it's meant to be a cheesy joke. And then he gets killed like a motherfucker <laughs> yeah. almost instantly after that second joke. So dead, so fast. So is that there, but are they saying like you, you deserve to die quickly after you tell that joke? You're a fucking freak. I mean, he actually gets killed so much that they only find... I mean, I don't know how well you remember that whole scenario, but they go through the woods. <laughs> I say the woods again. They go through the forest. <laughs> through the woods, down next to a stream, and then... Um, they find a pile of, I'm guessing, is innards. I mean, yeah, stomach yeah. and intestines and stuff like that lying in the pile. And one of the guys says to uh, Butch, I think that's him. Based on nothing. Other than yeah, that, yeah. innards. And then they never actually find his body. But the camera pans up and finds his body hanging upside down. With blood dropping out of it. And I think it's because he's terrible pussy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's why the predator chose him first. <laughs> so, like, is that so? That's the first survival lesson we've learned from this episode. Don't tell, tell, don't, don't make, tell, don't tell don't make weird sexist joke. jokes yeah. and shit. Like Just that. don't make weird sexist jokes. If you're going to be a dickhead, predator's going to get you. Also, as far as I can make it, in the event you go into that scenario, don't carry a weapon because the predator won't kill you if you're not carrying a weapon. Well, that's the Wait. big thing. Yeah. Don't kidnap random Asian women from military <laughs> camps. <laughs> I mean, those are lessons that. You know, it should stand anyway. Don't don't tell shitty sexist jokes. Don't kidnap women. Uh, They seem very focused on, like, predators. And I think the the actual species name is, like, Yujaw or something like that. But so so they they hunt for sport, but they are better sportsmen than, like, humans are when we hunt for lions and shit. I don't like, they hunt for sport, but, like, but they give you a chance. Ah, but they also don't throw you back, like, carp fishing. (laughs) (laughs) But they're like, they won't, if, 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 like, so me and you now recording this podcast, if predator, if a predator comes across us, he's not going to hunt us. Unless, see, see right now, in my life, if a predator came across me, it would be like, uh, Kevin Spacey. (laughs) And if they stopped coming across me. So you are at risk. Yeah, so yeah. Well, you might be a bit too... You might be a bit too old. I'm a bit old and portly yeah. for Kevin Spacey. Yeah. If I, if I was Ten a, years ago. If I, if, I, if I was a young, slender theatre boy, the predator that I'd be scared about wouldn't have camouflage. He would be out in the open. Yeah. His name would be oh, Kevin. Yeah. yeah, when I was in college, Kevin Spacey would have... All over you, literally. <laughs> All over you. It's I like, thankfully, right. I don't have to worry about other predators like the wine, like a Weinstein predator because I'm not a girl trying to make it in Hollywood <laughs> and I don't have to worry about a Jimmy Savile type predator because I'm not a disabled child slash dead person. So I yeah. don't know. Which and is, he's dead. And so, so we're sick. Ghost of Jimmy Savile. 
which I think is the next Predator movie. Oh, that'd be good. Right, so the next Predator movie is you a massive wrote, genetic... If you wrote that as a novel, The, the Ghost, Ghost of, of Jimmy, Jimmy Savile, New York Times bestseller. Just like a kind of Predator ghost. I'm just thinking about them as Predators now. It's kind of hard to move on from that. I mean, Kevin Spacey's a Predator is a thing that could actually happen in movies. So which would you rather face? You're in a wood. Say, like, so last year we done the camping trip. I don't, think I, I don't think I could punch Weinstein to death. He's a big lad. Yeah, but I think, like, with Weinstein, I think he'd be easily defeated, no? I mean, all it'd take is, like, I just, like, hunk down behind him and you push him over me. <laughs> like, no, that I, classic cartoon. I, don't, I totally get that, but if we're saying, what, like, if, if it was Kevin Spacey, <laughs> Jimmy Savile, or, or Weinstein... against all of them. Well, it's like a Predator team. Yeah. I mean, that would be fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrifying. They're literally covered all bases, be it you male or female or a child or dead. You were oh, well yeah, predator, yeah. So we I mean, you would actually have that. You would, that would be the that would be the, that's, the, that's the trifecta of predator evil. They're essentially the holy trinity of predators. Oh, yeah. I might actually prefer be against the actual predator <laughs> at that point. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Like, you know, I, because I, at least, like the worst case scenario, he's going to shoot you or stab you when you're not expecting. He might it. decapitate me, but he won't grab my cock. Oh, but Kevin, like Weiss, <laughs> Kevin Spacey, Weiss, Weiss, hold you down, and Kevin Spacey, would definitely have a wee yeah. drop. And that's what you have to worry yeah. about. And if he wants to kill you, Jimmy Savile would have you. Because that was his bit. We'll always be too old for Jimmy Savile. That's the only solace. No, but he liked, can... he liked dead people. Do you know he'd rings? Oh, were... okay. So he'd wait until... Yeah, until they was to until kill the you. Other... Yeah, okay. Because you know his rings were made out of eyes from the morgue. I'm not making that here. horrendous no, story yeah, up. yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> you can Google that, listeners. Yeah, is... We're not going to tell you about it. No, no, we're not going to provide it. a link to that shit either. <laughs> Um, that's okay. So, so Weinstein. This podcast just turned out. This this was got dark. This, this Up until now, it was just a jovial scenario. We were just it. talking. We weren't even calling soldiers. actors by their real name. We were calling them Apollo Creed, and all of a sudden, we're talking about actual predators. And not actual predators, as in like bears and <laughs> and tigers, but human predators. The worst type of predator. Yeah. So how would we defeat the human predators? How <laughs> would you defeat the human predator? Well, I mean, I believe the best way to defeat... Uh, is by being a man. <laughs> being, being, being a grown man. Other than Kevin Spacey. Grown white man. Kevin Spacey might still interfere with you, but you 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 can fight. Like, you just like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, Weinstein, it would be stop selling, sending vulnerable girls to his hotel room. Kevin yeah. Spacey would be take the keys of fucking schools that he's got fucking the keys for so he can't creep in and fucking well, touch him. Well, Kevin Spacey would Jimmy just be Savile standing be... up to him. Like, the weird thing with Kevin Spacey was that he was just walking around, like, sets, grabbing people's... Like, he was just walking around and grabbing a cameraman's cock and they just weren't saying anything. And you're like... I... I, I'm pretty certain I would have punched Mr. Spacey. Yeah, I mean... the people who aren't listening, uh, who haven't seen me before, if I was working, Kev, if I was working on a... a Film set in Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey probably wouldn't consider Grav Michael because I'd, I'd look like I'd probably punch his cunt in. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have taken that liberty. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing it probably wouldn't have happened to it, me. Yeah, it definitely would bounce his head off a wall. But, but I'm amazed um, by that because like, from all the stories you hear about him... Like why does... did nobody just punch him in the cunt? Like, just burn Nobody him, done like, that. Break his knees. Like, like what? And I understand it. Like, he's Kevin Spacey. He's this huge actor. You're probably going to get in trouble. It's going to be his word against yours. But on, like, just instinctual, like, would you think about that? If some, if you're just standing there doing your job and somebody grabs your cock, instinctually, wouldn't you just fucking punch them in their face? You wouldn't think about whether they're Kevin Spacey. I don't know, yeah. 
but mean, apparently that never happened. I I don't understand that. No, at nobody, all. nobody, nobody was into punching him. I mean, it's like I believe the weird thing is like with Weinstein as well. Like people were just like, oh, we're gonna have to send her up, and Weinstein's gonna get like touchy and rapey. Like, with the with the Weinstein, I kind of understand that because like. He's he, like he's kind of an imposing figure. He's this big, no, see, that, loud. That, 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 that was kind of my argument regarding how I probably couldn't like. Like I mean, the the chances of you punching Weinstein is much lesser than yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Spacey looks slight. I think I throw him at window. Oh, but fuck I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't. I, I mean, I, in fact, with Kevin Spacey, you'd kind of be worried. You you might have to pull a punch because you might be worried you could kill. You him. could you could punch through his head. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't think you could punch, punch through a Weinstein head. Yeah, like, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. No, of he, he's a, he's, he's an imposing a figure. Like. Uh, and to be honest, I'm not really 100 percent certain why nobody thought Jimmy Savile was a sex offender because he's the most. We've talked because he looks like the fucking crypt keeper. We've you know talked I mean? like, about this like... so much. We got into we we've have you heard me and Shane on a Red Dawn episode mm-hmm. of the Have you heard that episode? Red Dawn is actually the hashtag that I'm trying to get to describe uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> Because cause he, cause he just cause he just bailed out the farms in America, which is a very socialist, uh, yeah. uh, it's a very yeah, social, yeah. socialist uh, like kind of ideology to have, like a very socialist uh, process. So I'm trying to do hashtag Red Dawn that nobody's into. Um, but, but I'm you heard it here first. I'm working on it, Red Dawn. But, but, but yeah, I did hear it because it's funny because you were talking about uh, the, the, Brits the British. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. But we got so much hate on that episode. By the Brits? Yeah. Which I found, like, because I thought we fucking, were... Fucking, fucking limey redcoats, is that what it is? <laughs> but I thought even, like, though we were making fun... I thought it was, like, a very loving... Ma- like, we are kind of, like, making fun at the ridiculousness. Well, I mean, like, oh. see, to be honest, I mean, you're saying Brits, but I can take a stab in the dark and say it wasn't fucking Scottish or Welsh. No, right? so, um, English, yeah, yes. But I would take I would take a guess, and we're very off topic now, but I would take a guess to say that um, the people who have got a problem with it Probably don't fully understand the the intricacies of the the the, 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 the what, what happened here here being in I Ireland. No, I don't think. I think. <laughs> I think. I think they think they do. Yeah, but they have no real concept. Because like there was one guy, and I'm not going to say his name, because he was like a very nice person. Uh, he sent a message. He was very angry that we'd done the episode, and I had like a, a very short conversation with him. And his point was like, "Oh, we've been at odds for so long. I just think it's wrong that you would continue." this sort of debate in a comedy podcast. And my argument was like, well, you hit it on the head when you said comedy podcast. Mm. We're making fun of it. He was a very nice guy, but I think he misunderstood where we're coming from and the point of... I mean, to to suggest that that Great Britain and Ireland have been at odds for a while (laughs) kind of makes it like a... Well, it's been tit for tat for quite some time. It's not really been that, to be honest. (laughs) You took some of ours, we took some of yours. It's always been back back and forth. I mean, the fact that pretty much the first generation of slaves that existed across the entire world were white Irish people and then they were persecuted and murdered to death forever. Like, that's... But, you know, it's tit for tat. Different yeah, that. Yeah. The Irish were raging about it and have uprose once or twice. It's not really the same thing as the persecution that the Irish people have seen. But, so I, do, yeah, yeah. but I do kind of understand where he's coming from in that, like... Why would you keep it going? Yeah, like, I think he took it personally. It's like we're making fun of everybody that lives in England, current, which is what not what we were doing. Which is totally agree, which is why I don't understand why uh, in South Africa the black people just don't, like, fucking drop it. Like, I mean, the white people were shite, and it was apartheid, yeah, but you yeah, know yeah. why? Just leave it, lads. Just leave, it. leave it, lads. It's tit for tat. There's been come and go. Like, obviously, <laughs> I don't believe that, and it's the exact same fucking thing, and it actually is... 
historically pretty yeah. much the exact same thing. It is, yeah. Uh, it's just that it's been a longer distance between the two of them. That's me going into my podcast type of stuff rather than Johnny's podcast Which type of stuff. Which you can find uh, not another <laughs> fake newscast. Yeah, not another fake newscast.com. Let's, uh, let's get back to Cambodia. <laughs> right, so back to Predator. We're at the... We're at the... Uh, we've we've just found landed. the bodies. We've, we've found the bodies. We're in the woods. <laughs> and we've now found the 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 bad the, the the baddie base as it were the base that as far as Butch and his men are concerned yeah that's the reason their job is there that's what they're going to do they're there to rescue uh, I'm going to say senator or ambassador or some <laughs> some 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 fella and that's what they're going to get from from the uh, from the base yeah, yeah. So they've jumped in there and roughly without a word of a lie. 16,000 grenades have been lobbed into every fucking acre of that fucking building to the point where they've made it clear that they believe we see a hostage getting killed. Yeah. They've made it clear that they think there's more hostages. And to make sure that the hostages are alive, are, are alive well Poncho did. uses his grenade launcher, the only gun that he's got, <laughs> to fire to take down the thousand fuck. fucking grenades. <laughs> and everyone with a grenade, grenades the ever loving fuck out of everything. Everything, everything yeah, gets grenades. They take down an entire section of the rainforest with grenades. With like, grenades. like, like the way to that you ensure the survival of others. There is a there is a cut scene of possibly six minutes long of just They're six just six there. or seven soldiers murdering the ever loving <laughs> shit out of lots of people who aren't expecting. Actually, kicks off with Arne being shown how strong he is by lifting a truck. And apparently he could at that point. I have no doubt. Apparently I mean, like, that like, was like see when he see, see when he does the incredibly homoerotic handshake way. Yeah, that. His, 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 his bicep is absolutely a, huge. Like it's genuinely larger than my my thigh. I read a thing about apparently because they shot that in we're assuming Cambodia, but I'm not actually sure where they shot the rainforest in the rainforest. They shot it down there. Apparently, their regime was where all the the big muscular cast, Arnie and Apollo Creed and the wrestler. We'll say, we'll say Mac and uh, possibly Jesse Ventura. Je- yeah, they all wo- they their call time wasn't until like seven a.m. So they woke up at four a.m. They went for an hour jog, then they done two two hours working out, then they done the shoot. Then they ended the day with an hour jog. Then done the two another two hours in the gym. Then went to bed. That was because like I got up today at <laughs> nine o'clock. I watched Predator when Predator was finished. I got a bus over <laughs> to your neck of the woods. Went to the we pub. Went to the pub. <laughs> drank like six pints. We had finished this. Eat, We're going to go to the here, pub. <laughs> drink some more pints. Record this. Drink some more pints. It's very it's very similar. Mm. Only instead of running and doing weights, it's beer. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially after they murdered literally every cunt in about fucking 14 yeah. hectares of uh, rainforest who were may or may not have been involved in uh, any of the activities. Most but they likely were dead not. As it fuck. seems nobody was. Apart but... from, they literally murdered every single person in that camp. Every person in the camp, apart from the women yeah. who they didn't murder. Probably because what they needed to... that to progress the story. <laughs> and then at this point, Apollo Creed gets hard because he's just found uh, a pile of documentation that shows yeah. Russians are involved and Arnie slams him against the wall with the force of a thousand JCBs uh, and is annoyed that yeah, he's been yeah. lied to. 
Yeah, because he used him. He he lied to him. Because like, he's he, the best. Yeah, he needed the best. He needed and, the best. the best wouldn't trust him. The best wouldn't do what they had to get done. <laughs> because he was only going to save people by murdering a thousand folk. <laughs> yeah. But he's not an assassin. He wouldn't <laughs> just go into there and murder those thousand people. But because he was saving people, it's okay he to murder the ever-loving yeah. shit. And I mean, like, and, and I mean, that is made clear at the start of the movie <laughs> that he will not murder people. He is there to save people, and then he proceeds in murdering everybody, and then is annoyed that he was made to murder everybody when he wasn't saving anybody, <laughs> even though he was trying to save people. Now, when you say it like that, you make the plot sound ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like you're undermining Predator. All the way through, I wasn't 100% certain if Apollo Creed knew there was an alien in the woods. And that's what they were looking for in the first place. Well, he's the one. He doesn't like for a long time. He doesn't believe it until he sees something. Yeah, yeah. Or he well, doesn't not believe it, but he, he certainly poops her. He poops the uh, random. Well, he poops the guy who shave the guy who's constantly shaving. He's seen it. He's the only at one point. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think he's the only person who's actually seen Predator and survived. Yeah, apart from the ghetto. She's also yeah, yeah, her. but but they're like, well, they don't speak her language, even though it turns out she speaks perfectly she fluent speaks, English. She speaks per- perfectly <laughs> fluent yeah. English, and at least two people they're with speaks the same language as her. <laughs> yeah. So there is no translation issues at all at any given point. But, but they completely ignore that for a while. But at one point, he's the only one who's seen it, and everybody kind of like they're kind of like, well, he he might be crazy, but we'll take his word for it. But Apollo Creed is like. You're crazy. He he just he's not listening to anybody. Oh, he's not any. He doesn't want to believe because she said that the the forest came alive. Yeah. Now, weirdly, later on in the movie, when Arnie grabs her and just like, just tell me the truth, she's like, um, our men have been disappearing for weeks and weeks and weeks, and they've all been found like decapitated or completely flayed or sometimes even worse, and it's been happening for ages. And people have yeah, been she talking talks about, about it like it's a legend. Ha- and also, no, no, but she's talked about it. She talks about it in two stages. She talks about it how it happens in the hottest summer. Yeah, yeah. Which suggests that's the temperature of the predator planet. Well, I'm he guessing, see, he or sees an infrared, yeah, so he's, he's, he comes he's, to he's, the... he's big on the warm. Yeah, uh, he's, he, he doesn't like the cold. Uh, even though and which alien already our predator, chances are looking good. Even though Alien versus Predator, their temple is in the is yeah. in the cold, but we'll get to that <laughs> in another movie, another episode. Oh, do I just do all the Predator movies? Oh, that's yeah. Actually, that's for maybe we should just do, all should the do this one. Movies. We'll do the second Predator movie, yeah, then we'll yeah. do AVP, and then we'll do Predators, and then we'll do the new Predator mm. movie after all of them. Yeah, yeah, that's keep probably, Predator yeah. thing. So that's another. There's like five Predator two and then two Alien versus. So we got another three at least episodes and four with a new one. And then we'll try and set up a scenario where we can do a live show as well at some point. <laughs> Just on Predator. No, no, not Predator. <laughs> predator specialist. No, I like the idea of us doing a live show just on Predator. Just on all the Predators. <laughs> just like, well, imagine. It's like this podcast that does apocalypse stuff and this podcast that does like news and politics. They're doing a live show. Just about the Predator movies. Just about the Predator movies. <laughs> Nothing to do with any of the things yeah. that I just do. It's just the Predator special. I, like, if, if I wasn't involved in the podcast, if I saw that on a poster, I'd be like, I'm fucking going to that. I That's mean, how, much, how much must what, they know about why, Predator? Why would anybody do a live show on that? I mean, there's probably there's probably quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of content in that. I mean, it's a huge world. They, like the, the funny thing is, like the... 
it's weird. There's predators too, and then there's predator. There's predator, predator, predator too, and then like predators AVP. come. If it's like alien versus predator, alien AVP versus two. Yeah, there's an avi. And then predators. Yeah, it comes so, like predators only came out like four years. And like, now it's there's very now recent. there's now there's keep predatoring the the, the new <laughs> yeah. like, predator harder. But, but what's because re- like so in the last few years we've gotten very interested in like shared universes. Ta- thanks to Marvel yeah, yeah. doing a whole shared universe. But like Alien and Predator started that fucking years ago. Like it was in Predator 2 at the end when you see his the spaceship. Alien, the, the yeah, you see the, the alien wolf. skull. That was the first time you saw on film a shared universe where like, oh, this alien captured an alien from this other universe. And they never like, they were I different mean, studios, but for see, some reason they... Oh, see, from seeing the Predator in the first, uh, in the first Predator, do you think that the guy with the robotic blaster gun in his shoulder that kills the things that he looks at couldn't kill the alien that doesn't yeah. have that. It's a bit stupid. If you think <laughs> yeah. about it. Like, like of course he could. Of course he could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what, what, what the challenge... Like, I haven't actually seen Alien versus Predator, but it's not about them versus a queen xenomorph. So, uh, AVP, the first one is they have a... So they use it as a training. Oh, fucking, oh trying, yeah, they trying, breed. Don't they breed so they xenomorphs too? So they hunt. take humans and they put them on. So I'm 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 calling I'm calling this from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's under fine. Under the under the ice cap, there's a pyramid, and in the pyramid they have beds of stone that they put humans on that have got eggs at the back and then the eggs are used they open up and then they create xenomorph human xenomorphs and then that's a coming of age type ritual for the predators right. where they have to hunt them and if the predators come out the other side of that then they are you know they're, predators they're or whatever because they've killed they've killed they've killed humans that's xenomorphs. pretty that's pretty fucking metal yeah, <laughs> and I think there's very specific. I don't hold me this as well, but I think there's maybe like a couple of slightly unique predators in it. You know what I mean? There's like a slightly fat one, and there's like a slightly yeah. yellow but isn't one. There, I think there's something where they bred just like Craig, for some reason the, they the bred an a xenomorph with a predator. Isn't that a thing? Did, no, no, because so at the end of AVP, they take their fallen soldier back to the spaceship. And right. when they're on the spaceship, I'm sure the very last scene of it, or after the credit scene, that a xenomorph bursts out its chest when it's lying, right, and right, it's got right. the predator jaws. Oh, okay, it's got the mandible like the, call. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like a alien predator. That's pretty bad. A praline. But, but I liked that was like such an organic uh, shared universe they created. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff like kind of shoehorned in when they were trying. To make yeah, it I'm sure work, when they wanted to make it work after, like, let's see if they just kind of left it to run its course. But but just the fact that that was like years before Marvel were doing their shared universe, the Alien and Predator were like planet like I don't know. It's kind of it's it's just kind of cool they had these two separate films set in the same universe. We'd never really seen that beforehand. No, no, absolutely. I mean, see, see, even the movie that we're talking about now, essentially that's happened, and then for the next fucking hour, you've got random, is that a predator happening? And nothing really fucking happens. One or two soldiers get murdered. That's the next, <laughs> yeah. that's the next hour of the movie. Like, not fuck all happens. You've got Apollo Creed saying, I don't believe you. You've got Butch saying, I think there's something wrong. Butch is uh, Terminator. Uh, so, 
So when you look at the first Predator film, what character would you see yourself as? Like, I'd love to be Belly. That, Belly's the best character in Fire. As far as, yeah. I, as far as I'm concerned, I'd be Belly's the best That's character. That's what I was going to say. Like, I'd probably just be Belly. Yeah. I mean, Belly's the best character. Like, a, he is essentially... like Belly is the most like me in this scenario because I have no transferable skill set either. <laughs> yeah. right and i can pretend that i can track people and i can say i can't find anything which is essentially like, oh, go to. their technology is too ahead of us there's, there's nothing, it's nothing, nothing on here. me it takes an hour for butch to be like butch is terminator i'm supposed to like they're using the trees of course they're fucking using the trees they've not been in the ground like where, where else? yeah like like billy is your tracker and he didn't manage to fucking reach this himself <laughs> Billy should stand in that log and get murdered. And he gets murdered so fucking fast when he stands in that log. I can't forget to stress how quickly he gets killed. He stands in the log. The scene cuts away. You hear him scream that he quite clearly <laughs> yeah. done nothing but get killed instantly. Instantly. He cut his chest open. He stood there with a knife and the predator murdered him with a gun from a week away. <laughs> also, the predator's got a knife in his hand that's not invisible. Yeah, well, he's got like Wolverine claws. Is yeah, that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. XX twenty three. Yeah, yeah, X twenty three. Yeah, nice comic book reference. Lauren Gordo will appreciate that. Doubt it. But the rest, the rest of the rest of him is invisible, but not the claws. But is that because his clo- his invisibility cloak just cover like when he activates it? Does that just cover what like shape he's in at that moment? And the clothes come out because yeah, they yeah. Stick out yeah. Of so that. Th- so they're beyond what he activated. It. But then like he should be smart enough to like turn it off and on again. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, like it's like like a huge a huge requirement. Yeah, that they have to pop out. And on top of that, like, is it? So people see floating clothes coming towards them. And the thing is as well, so see his camouflage. Yeah, because I would... His camouflage I, isn't great, actually. And I think it's mostly because it was the 80s, right? But his camouflage is good until at any point you see him on the screen where people can actually see where he might be. <laughs> and then his camouflage is absolutely fucking rotten. Well, it's, it, it's kind of realistic camouflage too because it's not like he's not invisible. It's just bending light. I know, I mean, like, it's yeah. probably closer to what we could produce right now. Mm. But it's not great camouflage. What? Also, you're like, well, like, you've invented in- interstellar travel. Travel. It's like, can you not do better than that? But this what is, the fuck are you invisible for? You've got a laser beam on your shoulder that can murder people. Well, this is same. my problem with the films. Like, so, Dave, it seems like if you look at the entire history of the Predator films, especially when you go into Alien versus Predator... They seem to be all about the hunt. They just... They're they're fucking hunters. They just like going to other planets and hunting other beings, bringing back trolls. Are they like Trump Jr.? That's it. They just goes about murdering lions. We are just the lion. They're big game hunters. That's all they're about. And they're like, when did they fucking get the chance to even figure out interstellar... Like, are, are you meaning to tell me they figured out interstellar travel? But all they care about is hunting. No, but maybe they figured out interstellar travel and then became big game hunters. Just we like see, we have nothing else. Let's we just see, start my counts. theory is that what we're seeing is just the like rich kids. 
all or like assholes. The, it's the, like, we're it, just seeing the assholes. Like everybody else is working there, just like like yeah. like Trump Jr. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, well, I'm going to go in the have, and murder like, kids. on on the Predator planet. There's this whole society. They have their business. This they have their own Wall Street. They're trading. The social media yeah. posts just like, look at this asshole going yeah, over yeah, the yeah. earth and murdering all, these people. All we're seeing is the rich jocks who have the money to borrow their in, the, their parents' interstellar ship to come to Earth and. And hunt a human. I love the idea that in on the Predator world, there's like essentially a social media feed, just like like people like <laughs> like 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 fucking. Yeah, it's got like, a picture of me at, and you like, like killed by Predator. Dead, <laughs> just like look at this dick goes over here and like like. <laughs> Like getting fired from his job, and then like you know, fucking Craig the Predator comes back, and he's just like, "Yeah, I was in a hunting trip on Earth," and they're just like, <laughs> "Just like, well, that's not cool. Going over there, killing those defenseless humans just so you can get trophies. You're an asshole. I would love that. Essentially, the Predator version of Ricky Gervais, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, calling exactly. them out on Twitter. It'd be amazing. But I think, especially because you look at like Predator in the films, they present themselves as being like good sports, mm-hmm. like they. You know, unless you pose yourself as a challenge, they're not going to fight you. Like a dentist prick. You know the <laughs> dentist prick? I don't know his name. Prick dentist. Well, Anyone that murders a fucking animal, he doesn't yeah, deserve yeah. to have a name. But the other thing with Predator, like they, they, they present themselves as them being like good sportsmen. But I remember at the end of that film, when Arnie had him beat, what did he do? He fucking set a bomb off. Him like on, an actual like, nuke. What a sore oh, fucking loser. Oh, you bet me, you bet me. Beep, 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 yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm destroy the entire rainforest. <laughs> so there's no cut. evidence that you beat me. That's the, like, that's the sorest loser in history. Oh yeah, I mean, like, the ten. If you think about it, they're awful people. <laughs> they are. And I would like to think that. Oh, I hope to fuck. There's an episode that's just like. I hope the predators are listening to. This. <laughs> I hope they're listening. To this. Uh, I hope there's a kind of social commentary movie of the predators, where it's just them like living their life, getting grief from game <laughs> hunters, and it's just like following oh, the people. Just their just, dad like, teaching them. It's like that's not how you fucking hunt. You didn't even. You didn't yeah. fucking take them hunting, and then like then like people who are just like like fucking you know right liberal predators just I can't believe you're going over there killing those humans yeah, yeah. like they could they could oh anyone could kill a human why they, maybe that's how the predators well, the new predator movie starts and that's why they hunt a predator because they're just like anyone could kill a human on earth why don't you kill a predator and they're just yeah, like I fucking yeah. will <laughs> and then the predator just murders them all well, isn't, isn't that the thing with alien versus predator aren't don't they breed xenomorphs with humans so as they have something to hunt yeah isn't yeah it? to make them to make them more to make because because as it turns out, even though there is no uh, other instance in the entirety of fucking history, the bipedal uh, xenomorph is the most dangerous, essentially, right. of the xenomorph, or the best for them to hunt, even though throughout the entire universe, or certainly our Earth and all the creatures that are available to us, we're able to see that uh, quadrupeds deal better for being able to you know, run, hunt, yeah, jump, yeah. climb, do all the things that essentially we do. But the fact that xenomorphs somehow... Spliced with humans makes a better outcome. But the fact is, they're not like letting them breed naturally. They're breeding them to hunt, which is the same as like going into a woods and letting boars loose and waiting until they turn feral to hunt them. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like hunt. If I went to a pyramid, so so let's let's put this into perspective. If I went to a pyramid right now, and in that pyramid we had been uh, breeding lions with tigers to make like ligers that I could then go and shoot in the face. 
to show that I'm a better person. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> to just, show I'm a better person. <laughs> like, like, so and then, so and then, I could come back out and everybody be like, "Oh, you killed a liger with your gun or with your bare hands, whatever." It doesn't actually matter. The point is, I knew I was going to murder that thing that I've bred to be murdered. Yeah. Like, Peter would lose her shit, right? Yeah. So I want to see Peter Predator Homeworld. That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> like, liberal Even vegan kinda predators. Sa- kind of sounds. It rolls off the tongue. Predator. <laughs> so I'd call the movie. But anyway, um, that's a. That's so have so just so have we decided that the predators we see in the film are just rich kids that's it they're just like jersey shore assholes yeah like they're like the frat bros of the predator world if we we actually went and landed on the predator world they'd be like fine they'd be like just cool like they'd have their own society there's some humans and i'm sure we we might be an underclass but it wouldn't be they wouldn't be fucking stalking us on the street but the frat bros they're the ones yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's essentially as far as I can make out what the Predators are. Like, it's just an initiation. It's like, so they can join v- Gamma, Delta, <laughs> Alpha, yeah. Yeah, or some combination of those fucking words. Um, and that's why they have the spaceship at the... So, like, at the start of the Predator, why he has the spaceship. The he, just, he just took his dad's sports just, car. Oh, like, I think so. I see, I'd say it was maybe, like, the frat house dropping them off. Oh, maybe, maybe And it's like, yeah. it's like the initiation. They have to come back in three days. You better have killed a human. You better have a human head for us. <laughs> And they go like a kegger or whatever, and they probably get, I don't know, rapey and shit. Like, I, I believe that's what frat boys do in America. I believe that's the bit. I like this take. Seems more, it seems more accurate, really. Yeah, actually, it? like, now that we talk, like, this seems to make much more sense. Also, so there's a bit where Mac gets his head shot off, spoiler, but there's a bit where <laughs> Mac gets his head to be honest, to see if you're getting or a spoiler at this point. To, yeah. Shit, dude. Like, make, We're an hour and 15 minutes. Also, in. also go watch a movie. You know what I mean? Like, if, you, if you've got to this point, if you've got to this point in 2018, <laughs> you've not seen well, maybe, Predator. This is not where you want to be fucking touching base. This is a loose... This a podcast loose. is already just 20 minutes short of being the length yeah, of the, the length movie. Yeah, the movie, exactly. <laughs> um, Mac gets his head shot off. Yeah, it's really By rough. the Predator directly above him. And you see it from behind. Yeah. And the sc- screen is quite like a black bin bag full of blood being burst <laughs> yeah. over the camera. And then later, very shortly after that, Apollo Creed sees Mac's face, yeah, and he yeah. can see that he's dead, and there's still face on that. It makes no sense to the amount of blood that you see <laughs> yeah. over the camera, like there would be nothing left. His yeah. head is fucking yeah, yeah. atomized, yeah. and the predator shoots him at point blank range. I mean, this is the same gun that we see in the next scene shoot Apollo Creed's arm off. Yeah, yeah. Entirely oh, it takes off. It off. Like, Clearly. Clean. Takes it off. But that same uh, that same gun that shoots Mac's face at the same distance between me and you right now on this yeah. desk turns his head into water, red yeah, water yeah. is the only way to describe it and then there isn't really much of an exit wound when you see his face later on, it's what I'm saying is there's a lot of inconsistencies in this movie <laughs> regarding, the, regarding the damage done by the Predator so you're seeing, saying it's not uh, medically accurate. Do you think he eats the skin as well? Well, I, I apparently he doesn't eat them. It's not the thing. Like he he's hunting them for sport, so he, he keeps their heads and shit like that. He skins them. He fucking melt. He he washes them down. He sands down the skulls. They mention in it that uh, there's a slaughterhouse that he visits, and that's why he he eats 
like dried beef like smoked beef or whatever he's got a very he's, he's got a very jerky. high palate like <laughs> just like you eats quinoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> like smoked salmon yeah, salad he's, he's, he's fond of avocado yeah. <laughs> well, that's in, I yeah, on toast predator 2 and his hideout is like a, a slaughterhouse and because he just eats like hung dried beef like he won't he, he's not a cannibal although i guess he wouldn't be a cannibal anyway but he doesn't eat people he doesn't eat his it victims eats he eats like and avocado he eats, he's actually yeah, a he's vegan. like dried he's a yeah. vegan well, <laughs> well, even if he eats meat it's like dried meat it's like he, he wants all the nutrients none of the uh infection risk he's a very he's a health conscious <laughs> health conscious well, guy I mean, that's the them gains that's <laughs> yeah. like, why he's so big i mean the, pre- the predator diet maybe that's something we could sell the predator diet <laughs> and probably have to rename it just have jimmy savile as a yeah, that doesn't sound good. Jim will fix it for you <laughs> to have the predator diet. Um, so yeah, so I, I mean, we we get to the point where like Max dead, Poncho's dead, Billy's dead, other yeah. white guys dead, <laughs> uh, Apollo Creed's dead. Well, so I I mean, we get to the point. So at what point in the film does Arnie realize? That the predator can't. The the predator sees in infrared. Well, I so it's after this bit, but it's after a scene that I'm pretty certain happens, and even though I've watched it twice, I'm still not 100 percent certain. But the girl picks up a submachine gun and goes to shoot the predator, and Arnie shouts no because he's already made it clear that he thinks that he doesn't hunt her because it's not good sport. Yeah, and he kicks the gun out of her hand, and I'm. The way it's cut, it kind of looks like the submachine gun might hit the predator in the head up in the tree. Oh, I didn't even notice like, that. Like, it, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just the predator jumping to the next tree. But there's like, it kicks, it kicks the submachine gun out of her hands, and it like flies off. And like the next scene, it shows the predator <laughs> kind of jump between trees, and it's almost as if the predator's been hit in the face with the gun. Like, it's it's a it's a, it's a beautiful scene, no matter what. I um, I haven't even I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so and then just after that, he realizes that uh, because we well, established only... that the predator can see the trip lines. Yeah, yeah. So he uses vines, and then the predator tries to get him by sneaking up on him. And when he sneaks up on him, he gets caught in the net, and then he screams like a, like a, but, like a but, trap. But pig. doesn't the does the predator get caught in that net on purpose? Like, is that not him using his tra- their trap against them? That's that's what I took from that. Am I wrong to think that? I'm not a hundred percent certain. Because like, I screams, think like, though he screams. He probably screams like like. Uh, but like, I, like, see, I think that's a trap. Because I I think like I'm rushing ahead to the ending. But if you remember the ending, Arnie has a trap set for the predator, and the predator figures out the trap. Yeah. And then he goes another way around, and then Arnie captures him because his point was he set a fake trap. Because he knew the predator would find the trap. Would find a trap. So and and then that's what with the net thing. I thought I thought that's why Arnie set the fake trap because he figured out that the predator understood traps. It's a it's an interesting dick. It's certainly. I, I mean, might have been thinking the, way too much into the it. Predators, but... The predator's clearly clever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the only reason the predators see hunting humans as like an award because, because humans are cleverish. Yeah, yeah, because they could like in terms of mass, they could fucking annihilate us. But it's like they just see us as clever game. 
we've we've actually we've actually overlooked the quality toolkit that he's got for repairing himself that comes out his arm. Oh that's, yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> a, that's a that's a beautiful thing. I'm not sure what any of the tools do, and quite clearly his hands have real problems manipulating <laughs> yeah. any of you, those tools. When that toolkit comes out, there's one. I don't know what it does, but in the background you see like there's one tool that just looks like a bottle opener. <laughs> like, no, the thing is, sometimes maybe, you need a bottle opener. Like, well, maybe the predator has a bit of a celebration, but he can't. He... he can't really hold things properly because <laughs> yeah. the glove doesn't lend itself to it of his costume. And uh, they didn't need to show that scene, but they decided to show that scene, and it looks awful. Yeah, it's a really um, bad scene, and it's the first scene where you actually see his skin. Like. Well, it's when you see that he has a hand. It's yeah, when you see yeah. that the predator is a or as a humanoid. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which ter- it's such a terrible introduction. Is to- it? It's not. That's a lie. The first scene you see when he picks up the scorpion. Is that not true in infrared though? Oh yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. So it's the first time. It's the first time you see him in as a physical body. Yeah. First time you see it's got a hand. As when it it's up the, a I think it's the first time if you if you're watching the film and you've missed like I did when I was a kid, where you've missed the opening scene. It's the first time you completely understand that he's an alien, and I think it's kind of a shitty introduction. Oh, when he pulls a toolkit out of his arm and starts repairing his wound. Yeah, it just it's kind of silly. Also. It's kind of cool as well. I There's mean. a whole fuckload of bullets thrown in his direction. Yeah. <laughs> right, when, when he gets that wind, that one solitary wind. Why does he not die? I mean, they throw, like, literally all the ammunitions of a small battalion yeah. into the wilderness. See, I've heard a theory. There's a theory that there wasn't one predator, that there was three, and that maybe one actually dies. Right in the first movie? Yeah, yeah, that maybe maybe that scene one actually dies, which is bullshit. That's obviously not what the writers no, no, had there must planned. Be, there must be one. Yeah, yeah, there was one. There was definitely just one. Because I thought that they always just use Earth as like a right away type thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like because even that's in Predator Two, there is much more predators in it, but they don't come in. They're at the ship. Ah, because the there's end. a weird bit at the end where there's where, where they give her a where they give her a spear or something. Yeah, yeah, but they, they don't come in. They're they, they wait horrendously scar her face like <laughs> yeah. Charlie Manson. But, but they've been other. waiting on the ship, you know. So like obviously they let one out to prove himself. So yeah, it's obviously they just are one the predator. MS thirteen of the alien race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so it gets to, it gets to the kind of. I mean, so so see if you think that he has deliberately set off the net trap. Do you then think that when he shoots the shoulder laser and then it hits the rope that makes the log swing that kills Poncho, that that was deliberate? But like, I, I mean, I'd have left Poncho at his own accord because eventually he's going to kill himself. The dick's yeah, only yeah. got a grade launcher. The guy's got no fucking concept how to do any more. So, so do you think the predator knew enough to let him to his own devices, or would he have? Well, that's it. So what I'm essentially saying is, is like, did like he's up in that? Yeah, he could have shot in any direction. He shoots in the road. But that t- seems incredibly convenient. Yeah, I'm not sure. You see, I think that he he would have shot it to just to end it for him. And to do it in his own unique way to just show that he uh, he understands what they're doing. I think that's a giant. Like, is that not the biggest fuck you ever? Well, may- maybe. I mean, like, like I said, 
I reckon that if in any given scenario you had left Poncho long enough, he'd have murdered well, him yeah, anyway yeah. because he only uses grenade launchers and it's just not a practical <laughs> weapon. <laughs> it's just, just a, it's a total impractical. I mean, like, like you don't have another gun at all. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have another gun. It's a grenade launcher. It's not even a weapon. Like, it's not. That's, that's not how the world works. I'm not 100% certain why Jesse Ventura is using that minigun himself. Where we, where, like, I mean, he didn't even get to use the minigun. No, no, but <laughs> he also weirdly seemed to have it wrapped up in, like, uh, like in a poncho for until he was like, I'm going to get it out of the poncho. And then he goes out of the poncho and uses it to kill, like, 15 Asian what? men. South, yeah. Weirdly, South American-looking men, even though <laughs> this is in Cambodia. What, what did... So, wow, see, I'm already forgetting it. So, Jesse Ventura did get to use the minigun. I just remember him dying and somebody else picking it up. I know, so the um, Mac, his best friend, picks it. Friend of the racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he picks it up and then pumps about 1,600 yeah, yeah. billion bullets into the wilderness, yeah. cutting down most of the rainforest and murdering yeah, hipsters. You've seen that entire are, trees falling like, down. Who are there, who are, who are over in South America or possibly Southeast Asia because we don't actually know where they are. <laughs> Um, I think we just go. I don't think. Like the the funny thing is, this is one of those times where nobody's going to question us on it because they're just going to be like, "Well, I assume that's true." I mean, like, like, like my, my problem falls down when I'm pretty certain a reasonable percentage of the people who were in the base were Asian, and a reasonable percentage of people <laughs> in the base were South American. Yeah. and I'm not sure. And certainly, they were interacting with the Russians, and that's the only information like, that I know. It's like, somewhere just... where there was a war between the two, and the Russians were involved, which could be anywhere. But I guess is that the point of the film that it doesn't really matter uh, where the war was going on. You can just expect that the if it's the nineteen eighties, the Americans would would be involved. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like it was the nineteen eighties, and there was a uh, there was there was non-definite white people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, because the idea is so, like, okay, so the predator obviously operates in. Are we recording now? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Just check. I was recording the whole time. Uh, right. I'll figure it out in the edit what no, works. No, I was just, I was just, I was just, That's just, definitely staying in, though. Nice, nice. I wasn't 100 saying if we were talk, if we were recording or if we were just talking about the fact that we were going to record. But so, like my idea, so the the predator obviously, so he operates in like warm temperatures because so is, I guess the warmest year. She makes it clear every year. Oh fucking hell! I'm rapping now. I didn't really mean that. Didn't mean to start throw down so many rhymes there. But uh, warmest year, she makes it clear every year. You know what I mean? It was so uh, the warmest year. That's when he comes. The warmest year is when he comes. Oh, so this is perfectly apt. So this year, we're, we're this year a heat wave now in Dublin. The predators in Dublin. Oh wow! And you're you're in Dublin. We might have to. Oh, that'd be amazing. Because this is probably the fucking warmest year. I've I mean, can ever we actually can we actually just say because I know it's one of the things that you talk about in the, uh, your podcast from listening to many of your podcasts. Um, you know how you talk about could you actually survive this yeah. scenario? And I know it's kind of jumped my head, but we couldn't, right? Because a predator is a perfectly designed murdering machine well, full of hundreds of I mean, you can speak for yourself, but I mean, I have a couple of tricks up my sleeve. Are, are those tricks smear cold mud on you? Are what? Sorry? Are those tricks smear cold mud on you? Because that's essentially well, the only I mean, trick that I've seen work. The old... Uh, cold mud, smear it yeah, on Yeah, but you. I mean, the old uh, extra large trench coat has worked for us so far. I mean, I, I think... No, I've got a few ideas. 
I mean, do you, do you want to hear them? Fuck it. I mean, like, essentially, what we've got to now is we've got to pretty much the end of the movie and Arnie doesn't get killed because he smears cold mud on him okay. and then the bastard well, here, kills itself. Here's so. my idea. I've got three, three scenarios where we can... Beat the predator. Where we can beat the predator. So, so we've established they're definitely not, like, high on the food chain in their world. They're, like, the jocks. They're the sons of, like, rich parents. I think so. I, like, they don't have a degree. So, challenge them to a game of beer pong. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, it, I reckon. It, I reckon I could drink more beer. Exactly. Than I, than I don't think. Well, you see, they've got breeding masks and shit. So if they're not used to Earth's atmosphere, they're not used to our alcohol standard. Well, even even if it's even if they are used to the alcohol standard, I reckon I could. I reckon I could drink more beer than I. Yeah, I could. I, mean, I could definitely upside down keg uh, more beer than so a like my, so, so in yeah. our version of me and you versus predator, it's more like a. A teen Drinking sex game. comedy yeah, where yeah. It's, it's essentially it's like that bit when Bill and Ted are trying to beat death at a pile of yeah, yeah. Se- I could be I could beat him at beer pong and chess. <laughs> so so do you think we can beat them in beer pong? I could beat them in beer pong. So we win. I I think You see one of the, you know like one of the most beautiful things ever happened is actually occurred me and Jerry were for whatever reason at a bar and there was beer pong being played. And Jerry had been roped down with the people who were playing to play a beer pong, and the person who was in his team left. And I was sitting drinking, <laughs> being an adult about it, saying, I'm not going to play beer pong. Why would so I do was that? like, Paul, can you please come and play it? Because otherwise, I won't have someone on my team. And I was like, right. Stood up, picked up the ping pong ball, looked, threw it, it landed in the cup. I finished my drink, sat back down, dropped the mic. It was one of the most beautiful scenarios. <laughs> I couldn't have planned it any better ever. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I think I could beat a, I think I could beat a predator in a beer we pong. We can beat a predator in pink. predator can't really, really hold a screwdriver. We've seen that when it tried to fix itself. Yeah. It won't hold a ping pong ball very well. So we got him by the balls there. So, like, that's one way we can beat him. The other one is, so, like, we've established the Predator will only... If you pose a challenge, that's the only way he'll fight you. So, first of all, do you think we pose a challenge? So you think of it, we were out camping last year when we went up the Wicklow Mountains camping. Well, it depends. If it was any point when we were travelling up the Wicklow Mountains, we absolutely wouldn't pose a threat to anyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he'd have like, probably felt bad for us. Like, he'd have like, carried us. Like, literally, like, literally oh, after about 20 minutes into that journey, the, the predator would just be like, they are, they are not a prey. <laughs> they are yeah. a wounded animal like, at best. The, the moment when me and Jerry went back down to get our stuff, predator would have helped us back up. <laughs> you just walk up, predator's got us on each shoulder. So he wouldn't have seen us as a challenge. Well, because the thing is, he he only sees you as a challenge if you have a weapon. Am I right in that? That that seems no, to be... but so at I think... least ninety percent of my life, I'm carrying a weapon. Well, see, that's my that that's how we beat him. You carry an alternative weapon, so like an old, a sneaky uh, a knife and a book, a bucky bottle. You can turn <laughs> that into a weapon. You flip that on. Like you a, like flip a, that on its side. A can of cola that's been turned into a knife. You know, yeah, by yeah. folding it. Probably. I mean, does the predator recognise a bottle of bookfast as a weapon? Probably not. Okay, so I'm stretching there. I don't know. I, I think I could bottle the predator. 
like if we're standing in a yeah. field, he talking, doesn't know it's a weapon, like, so he I'm thinks drink, you're. He thinks you're Barclay. unarmed. I'm drinking a bottle of Barkey. I pass it to the predator. He has a drink. Yeah. Hands it back to me. I screw the lid on. Boom! Across the face, predator's you done. Fucking won. Jumping on his head. Paul's just be predator. Yeah. That's that's how we win. Like maybe like in a red ash park. It would like say. I mean, it's not that. it's not sportsmanlike. No, it's not at all. But like predator, as we've established, he isn't a sportsman. Either. He claims to be a sportsman, but he's just an asshole. Yeah, he's just an asshole. He's just pretending. The other one is. In Predator 2, there's a scene where uh, Predator gets the... He has the female cop and he's ready to kill her. And when he scans... He scans down her body and he sees that she... He sees the infrared that she's pregnant. So he lets her be. So all we need is, like, to make, like, a fake... A fake fetus? <laughs> a fake and fetus. And just it to your you stomach. it to our stomach. What do we need to make it infrared? We just, like, I don't know, strap just, a just, fucking... Just keep it in hot water until you Strap a rat to it to strap give some rat. body. So, so duct tape a rat to your stomach. Yeah. And it'll think you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's dirty, but, like... I mean, in, in, in him bottle it with a bottle of past. So what we're doing is, the predator showed up, you've duct taped a rat to your stomach, it thinks you're pregnant, and then you hit it in the face with a bottle of past. I mean, like... Everybody I reckon I could beat the predator using that method, but I mean, it's dirty. It's pretty dirty. Everybody listening is like, I'm on predator's side. Like, you, <laughs> fucking, you fucking scumbag. Spit on his face. <laughs> Slash his but tires. if you want to beat the predator, I think it's a pretty good method. I mean, in saying that, if Kevin Spacey came up to me, I'd duct tape a rat to myself and hand me a bottle of bug fast. So... Yeah, you know. I think that's the kind of thing Kevin Spacey might appreciate. Is that a rat duct tape to your stomach? He's in, yeah. Oh, how did you know? Oh, it's it's weird. It just got darker. Once you mention Kevin Spacey, it gets dark. Was it Kevin Spacey or was it duct tape and a rat to your stomach to pretend <laughs> it's a fetus? Is that not where it can dark? No, I think Kevin Spacey made it darker. Like the the, the rat... problem is if you had duct tape a rat to your stomach and you pretend it was a fetus, a fetus, a fetus. <laughs> um, with Kevin, with, with Kevin Spacey's predisposition, he might try and have sex with the yeah. with your stomach. Well, that's where, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I imagine he, <laughs> Kevin Spacey's <into> stomach rats. <laughs> I hope that takes off. I hope Kevin's... that doesn't get cut out this episode. I don't even know what that is. No, it's like if you've got a rat duct taped to your stomach, <laughs> pretending that it's your baby, Kevin Spacey would touch it. That's what I'm saying. I would like to go on record saying that. That's by the most recent episode, season of House of Cards, See, good you're, man. You're fully protected because nobody could ever prove you wrong on that. <laughs> no, and the thing is, people would be like, I've heard things with Kevin Spacey. It sounds, up, it sounds in his league. That seems like one of the less incriminating sounds like, things. Sounds like a Spacey thing to do. So is that how we be, be Predator? That's how we be <laughs> Predator. Duck tape and rat to your stomach and hit him in the face with a bottle of Bucky? I don't, like, I think it's a dirty trick. I don't think it's the worst. I... Would you feel sh- would you feel ashamed for using that? I kind of want a t-shirt like it, right? So have you still got have you still got a have you got a t t public? Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I'm going to make you a t-shirt that says "Would you glass a predator?" Because <laughs> the predator doesn't know that glass is a weapon, and he thinks well, you're just true. finishing yeah. a Guinness, right? Yeah, and then boom, in he the sees face. that with infrared. He's just like, "This is a drunken Irishman." Would you glass That's a fun. Would you glass a predator? See, this is it. This is how you beat him. You have these <laughs> secret <laughs> weapons. That's essentially all. That's essentially all that. Um, all that uh, Arnie done. He smeared cold mud on himself, so you can see him smearing cold mud on yourself and glassing him. There's not a massive <laughs> difference. Yeah, yeah. Like when you start duct taping rats to yourself, you're really, you're really in deep. But would you glass a predator? 
And the thing is, you can actually use it for like uh, any form of awareness that we're doing about uh, sexual creeps as well. <laughs> Would you glass a predator? <laughs> Everything just, we said everything, counts. Yeah. <laughs> We shouldn't really talk about two because I think that's our next. I think I think the next time that we're recording, we should discuss two because there's all sorts of parts of Predator Two that I really quite like. There's like the yeah. The, the, I wa- I watched that running after this, not because we want to talk about, it, just because you watch one Predator film, you're like, how can I not watch Predator Two? And it's such a good movie. Just because you're like, I want to see a Glover in a broken bathroom. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, but that's such a good movie. It's like again, yeah, we're not going to talk about because we're going to. Do it again so, as an episode. See the Predator at the end of Predator? He was beating Barney. This is a shite Predator. So it's a shite... Wait, wait, sorry, say that so again? It's a shite Predator. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the whole point of the Predator is they can go well, and they can he beat was, any human. Well, he was... The, I think the, the idea is the Predator we see in Predator 1 is a young Predator looking for... He, he's trying to get initiated into Prove the himself. Yeah, yeah. And he like he done an okay job. Why did he not just choose like a fucking shitty council estate though? Because like they do, they <laughs> they'd have glassed him. They... <laughs> they'd have had rats duct taped to their stomach and bottles of buckfast. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but like, why would you choose a? Why would you choose Cambodia? What is that? Not because they like. I think the heat might uh, help them. Help them. Yeah, yeah. I think because that's the thing. I think we're at an advantage. So last year we were talking about like, oh, what would happen if a predator came when we were on our camping trip? It was fucking freezing. Yeah, we'd probably been at an advantage. The predator wouldn't have been able to see shit. I couldn't see shit, <laughs> and I'm a human. <laughs> like, but why would you not just like go to a sports center and kick about a sauna and stab guns yeah, in a but sauna? It's not a challenge. Though. <laughs> I think they want a bit of a challenge. Don't know. Have you ever been in a sauna wearing your armor? <laughs> it's warm. It's not what you want to be in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, that's true. Just go to fucking ox- like a oxygen center. in yeah, 2017. Just, like, just, or 2007. Just go to Colors Fest or yeah. something and just kick a bit. Yeah, that's a fair point. Because that's what they do in, like, Glastonbury. Predator. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. spend a weekend in a tent taking poppers in Glastonbury. It's going to be much warmer than it is anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, but I think you got to be, like, a king before you take that challenge. Like, <laughs> you got to have a few notches on, on your belt. Like, But, no, that's a fair point. But I think the idea is they do go to uh, places where there's conflict. And that's why in Predator 2 they go to the, the gun-crazy America, L.A. And that becomes kind of an anti, anti-gun anti film. I reckon a Predator could walk down the street of Dublin and people are just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't even question him. Just fucking walk straight down the street. Wouldn't even need to and be he invisible. also won't interrogate anybody because they'd all be too nice. Yeah, just, there's no, there is absolutely yeah, no sure. challenge yeah, here whatsoever. Sure, that'd be fine. Who the fuck is fucking... Fucking leave the lad alone. He's just... He'd probably give up his ways and just be like, "Can <laughs> we just like relax here? Just, it's like, not that bad. Take photos with tourists. Don't know. I don't. Have you ever been to the Brazen Head? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to the Brazen Head like a Friday night? Not on a Friday night. It's but... Fucking toxic. <laughs> I'd murder every cunt in the Brazen Head on a Friday <laughs> night, man. It's brutal. Like from someone who is from the from the listener's point of view who might not know, I may sound like I'm Scottish because I am Scottish. <laughs> But I spend a high percentage of my life, my mother half is from Dublin, I spend a high percentage of my life in Dublin to the point where I wouldn't really class myself as a tourist in Dublin anymore. Put um, it this way, uh, Paul mentioned earlier this week when we were talking about making the episode, he said, oh, I'll hop out to you, I have a Leap card, which is a card that... You know, used for grand- your buses and shit. Yeah, yeah. 
And the, the only thing I thought was, that's funny. I've lived in Dublin for nine years and I don't have a leap card. So that's how, just to emphasise how, how much of a, a Dublin inhabitant you are. How much, how much a Dubliner are. I am. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have shops that I go to, I have restaurants that I go to, I have pubs that I go to. Imagine like a regular in a pub. I don't know if that makes me an alcoholic. I mean, I have to do it. But, anyway, <laughs> but, but I've, I've got a place, you know, like the people who know me. Um, it's like cheers only with Irish people. But um, <laughs> but the Brazen Head on uh, like any night, to be honest, but like, you know, a weekend night, you, if you were the predator, you'd just kill every cunt <laughs> because because <laughs> uh, it's toxic as a motherfucker. It's an unpleasant experience. I mean, it's a lovely pub and uh, the whole Irish thing is great. But um, for those for those who are going to visit Ireland at any point who are listening to this podcast, try and avoid the brazen head in the evening yeah, because it's good advice. Essentially, it's full of mostly like American tourists talking about how they're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's My second cousin Jimmy had a sheepdog who was yeah, it's that. Oh, you're from Scotland. I'm Irish. <laughs> you are quite clearly American, <laughs> and I'm from Scotland. You're from so Scotland. I'm, I'm upset <laughs> on so many levels. I am. All of these things are inaccurate. That happens a lot. My grandparents are from Curry. <laughs> have you been to Curry? I mean, you're from Scotland. Do you know James from Aberdeen? <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking. So, so does that mean? So, do you think we survive predator? Well, it depends. If predator happened in a urban environment near an ash park on a Friday when I was drinking a bottle of bug pasta and I had a rat and duct tape, <laughs> I think I could take him. I hear what you're saying. If I was in a rainforest in Cambodia, um, no. But in the rainforest, you'd be able to make, you'd be able to get some mud, shape it into a fetus. Are you mental? If I was in a rainforest in Cambodia, the chances of me surviving if there is no predator. Well, that's that's a whole other, that's a a a different episode. That's a different episode. Oh my God. Someone trying to murder me. The rainforest is already trying to kill me. Like, I don't think I could survive a three week tour to Australia. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm probably in the same boat. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think like the the making the <laughs> the rat fetus. I think it's a good method. I mean, it's probably all you've got. It's you, all we got. That's I mean, why we're landing on it. You could is is the is midget a, the right terminology? I think little I mean, person. Not, I, I, don't like, know, I don't know. I don't know what the right. The, I don't know what the it's right. It's not the worst, but I think just small person. Small is it just small person? Because yeah. like you could just tape a small person at you, but the same grounds. I think they might be too big. Though. Like I mean, I think you need somebody that looks like they're growing in your stomach. Well, I think like a predator, small, small person. Well, I think you need like it leads to literally look just like steal a, a baby and duct tape it to you. What do you? Like a, is a baby always going to be on offer? Is a rat always going to be an offer? Well, I mean, you can use anything. It's not just a rat. You like can a vole, a, a, a possum, <laughs> a, I hear a baby fox, a badger. I mean, there's, <laughs> a, badger, a, man, there's a whole world of wildlife. I don't, I don't, I don't, that was, it's been a while since you were not in the city, isn't it? Because you said badger. Now, I'm from not the city. Have you seen a fucking badger? 
Badgers are fucking usually, massive. Usually, usually squashed on the road, so I guess that doesn't well, count. You could, you'd be as well just duct tape and Paul Kelly. <laughs> <to> you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. But, but you could even just make the shape of one, and all you need is like a, a halogen keep it in light. Hot water. Uh, you just need a light. Just keep it in hot water. Yeah, just, yeah. Just Once it radiates, like you're fine. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Well, it's like it's just it's just that's it's just like for a heat signature. Yeah. So just always keep a clay baby in hot yeah, so water. Make a Play-Doh baby. Play-Doh like baby a, and I a light have bulb a underneath it. I have a hip flask. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like a thermos mm. with, with, a, with, a, with a rubber baby in it yeah. on a string. So you can pull it out quickly and duct tape it to your stomach. And as soon as Predator, Predator sees that and he's ready to give up, he's like, oh, this is an innocent person. I'll leave them in a book fast <laughs> in the head. They're fucking Jump done. Jump on his face. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is essentially the equivalent of like kicking somebody in the nuts. <laughs> I mean, it definitely, it definitely is. But I mean, it gets the results. But so. in saying that, are you asking would I bottle Kevin Spacey? <laughs> because the answer is always yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we don't need as much pre- preparation for Kevin Spacey. Would I bottle Harvey Weinstein again? Yes. Yes. What would, other predators? Would a Jimmy Savile? He's a dead predator. Deadator. It's always the the most dangerous. Yeah, predator ghosts. We faced Jimmy Savile quite often on this podcast. He he's been a recurrent villain. I can understand. <laughs> I mean, just like in real life, he was in fact a recurring villain. <laughs> it was, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, no one, I mean, no, nobody knew he was a predator. Even though the more you look at pictures here, it's just like, you, he definitely does look like a We talked man. about this on our, we done the Red Dawn episode, me and Shane talked about this. For years, me and Shane, when that news came out about Jimmy Savile, my biggest shock was, I thought this already happened. I thought, like, everybody already knew he was a, a creeper. Oh, he's properly a creepy looking man. I mean, actually, I thought I thought that was old news. I thought he had already been caught. Like it looks like the crypt keeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it looks like like actually like the the the, the yeah. dried up. We give that like crypt. that shivel laugh. Yeah, and, yeah. He's, he's he's got a whole crypt keeper thing about him. Yeah, if only he was a fictitious creation. So anyway, I think are we have we covered the predator? I think we've. Covered it to. I think we need to come back and do Predator Two because oh, I think that's much do. more. Because that's cruise control. Predator Two cruise control. That's called right. Is that, is that, is that it should name? be. Yeah. But I think because that's set in LA, like you know, that's set in like a city. I think we can do more with that. Can we talk about what it would be like if Snake Pluskin had to escape from Predator? That's a fucking. That's an LA. I, I complete. I even had this written down and I forgot to ask. But if you were to pick one fictional character to help you fight the Predator, who would it be? I'm guessing Snake Plissken. Now that you well, I'm just him. thinking, if we, no, it was only if we were in LA, it would certainly be Snake Plissken, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Is it, if it's any fictional character, my overwhelming, like, like my go-to, even though it genuinely wouldn't usually be my go-to, but my go-to, just because uh, it made me so happy when he appeared, would be... Uh, bearded Captain America in Infinity War <laughs> because because just like when it's he funny, appeared I, I was just like what a lad 
<laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It cheered me up. No, it showed up. Absolutely not. Fuck off! Don't give a fuck. Not in the film. You got a beard, man. Yeah, he showed up with a beard. He threw his shield. It was fucking beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna go go with that. Too. Bearded Captain America. <laughs> that actually, like that the be- Bearded my... Captain America. Because originally I was going Robocop. I was like, oh, Robocop, Robocop would be a good one. But like, you'd be like Captain America. Yeah, Bearded, Bearded Captain, Captain America. America only from... Bearded Captain America. Though. I don't want any of that clean. And not comic shit. book. Like just no, no. movie bearded. Movie, be- yeah, Chris yeah, yeah. Evans and with black, a beard. And, and the black Captain America uniform at the very start of yeah. Infinity War. Before he gets those shitty Wakanda shields, which aren't actually shields. <laughs> yeah, that's who I want. With every you, you mentioned any scenario, and I'm like, bearded Captain America mm. from Infinity War. Don't care what it is. Who would you like to help uh, break up with your ex? Bearded Captain America. Bearded Captain America or a uh, Killmonger, the baddie from Black Panther. <laughs> Weirdly. Yeah. The, the two of the people that I watch, I watch, like, I watch Killmonger, I watch Black Panther, and we're, we're off in a new movie now, but I watch Black Panther, it's just like, I don't disagree with Killmonger at all. I'm relatively confident, I'm really confident he's, he's, he's ethically correct and pretty much yeah. mostly, his execution is a bit poor, and it's, uh, should, we should maybe address it, but that's, in the grand scheme of things, the like, best villains, the best villains are the ones that are right. Thanos. Probably wrong, but. No, just in, only in execution. But only that's it, yeah, in execution. Killmonger, only in execution. Yeah. Uh, Baron Zemo, only in execution. All these people are fundamentally in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I've watched them, it's just like, what? I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with their ideology, purely their methods. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like, like, murdering every cunt. Not well, the best, the best example is Magneto. Yeah, we're like not even in even in execution for the most part. Like, well, yeah, in execution, maybe he's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but it does fall under the same scenario. It's, it's but yeah, yeah. And in, in the Marvel universe across the board, like on the other hand, take the DC universe. Batman just goes about kicking fuck out of mentally ill people. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's his bit. Random mentally ill people. They, like, I mean, mentally ill people. Making sure that not only do they get punished by him, but when they go to prison, they get further punishment. Well, it's like, it's like, that's the most horrendous thing ever. All of his all of his villains, like his villain arc, essentially all go to Arkham Asylum. So, they, so, the, so the, the, the legal system of Gotham have determined these people to be criminally insane and all he does is kick fuck out of people who are <laughs> essentially disabled, right? He just beats up disabled people, yeah. like all of them. We can establish that because once they go to jail, they go to Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And yeah. all of them are just like, my name's Craig, but they call me the pragmatic dancer and I wear lycra. And then Batman showed up and kicked fuck out of me and put me in jail. Like, that's all of the Batman enemies. All of the Batman enemies just need a cuddle. They need a, they need a hug. Yeah. They need a kiss. They need to be told that, like, like, Batman has problems. He is a bully. If I done the same, so imagine, right? So imagine tomorrow you read in the newspaper, I wore leather, stood outside an asylum, and people left the asylum and I kicked fuck out of them. I would be the body. I would be the bad well, one. I'd find it hard to criminalise you, but I know what you mean. I would be the bad one in that yeah, scenario. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous scenario. See if you ever want to do an episode on how Batman well, is definitely, now we definitely, have to. Like, definitely the bad. We, we can't end it on that and not Cause, cause, promise because, that as an oh episode. Oh my God, all he does is beat up mentally ill people. And if I done it, I would be a criminal. And people will love him. 
It's like, I've got billions, I have a grappling hook, I kick fuck out you people with bipolar disorder, and we're okay with it. <laughs> like, it's a horrible world that we live in, dude. I think the Batman comics kind of acknowledge that, at least, though. They, 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 they somewhat acknowledge that he's clearly a mentalist. Well, he's insane as well. He's just insane and rich. Yeah, yeah. well, that's it, yeah, yeah. And that was a fine description for the world that we live in. That you can be insane and rich and people will praise you and let you think you're a superhero. And if you're poor and insane, people will condemn you. I mean, granted, sometimes you murder people. Just look at Elon Musk's Twitter. (laughs) And that's evidence. There you go. (laughs) If if anyone else was tweeting the same madness, Elon Elon Musk Musk released a flamethrower. Not as a joke. Pretty cool flamethrower. Oh, it looks amazing. It's a yeah. beautiful little thing. I want one, but oh, yeah. I but... completely understand what you're about to say. But yes. he's essentially Hank Scorpio <laughs> yeah. from The Simpsons. And I think he wants to be that, which I'm not sure if that's... I, I'm pretty sure that makes him a bad person. So what has Elon Musk done this week? Oh, he's released a new version of Solar Power that's much better than other Solar Power and bought a skull-shaped volcano there. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah. like and, we're, and we're just meant to go, oh, but remember, what oh. he, remember what they said about the Solar Power, though? It's much better than other Solar yeah. Power. And overlook the fact hey, that he's... You create PayPal. <laughs> but that's... I mean, like, like yeah. Elon Musk is... The guy who created PayPal with him, though, owns a company called Palantir. See when Ed, oh. Edward Snowden comes out, that's me getting into my podcast, but see when Edward Snowden came out, see when he talks about PRISM and all the people that you yeah, know, the yeah. government's there, that's Palantir. Oh, okay. Ed, Elon Musk's business partner from PayPal is the guy who owns Palantir. That's 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 who it's Elon Musk... all connected. But what it means is, is when he's acting like a psychopath and selling flamethrowers and everybody's just like, ah, but he does so much great for the world, his business partner is actually evil. Like, it's actually grade A evil. Ah, that's the best way to end this, to advertise. Predator! That is what, that's uh, that's what Paul <laughs> and Jerry on fake news, po- not another fake news podcast do. You shine a light on some truth. So we just uh, provide all our evidence um, on our website and it's non-opinionated as best as we can. It's quite difficult sometimes. We'll try and stay not opinionated and provide all our evidence. I like that I tried to make that sound. I, I tried to exaggerate. You shine a light on truth. And you're like, we, we offer we, we offer the facts. We offer the facts. <laughs> yeah, we, we shine a light on truth. I mean, as long as, as, long as it's true. But where can they find you? Um, www.notanotherfakenewscast.com and on Twitter and Facebook at, at PGMcast. And you're on iTunes, Spotify, everything, ev- yeah, everything. anything, anywhere you can get a podcast. You're on Spotify, on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, we're on Spotify and iTunes, Which, and that's when you know You've a podcast it. is worth listening to. When you, because I fucking know how hard it is to get on Spotify. When people are on Spotify, it's worth listening to. Yeah, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on other various Google apps. We're on pretty much, we're on pretty much every platform you can get. We're on YouTube, um, and we're on. Yeah, like I say, we're pretty much everywhere. We've got a couple of really big interviews and really big um, episodes coming up soon. So, so it's good. Yeah, it's good fun. So you got no reason to check them out, or no reason not to check them out. That was a poor <laughs> phrase. <laughs> you, you, you got no reason to, to check cuts. them out. Don't check uh, these out. Don't get check these. Out. We've actually got another swapcast coming up as well that we might have had, we might have done. I don't know what anywhere it'll be released. This will probably uh, go up depends. in like two, three weeks. Well, I. 
well, if if you're listening to this and you haven't heard it yet, we're doing one with Scapegoat. Uh, friend of the show. Another friend, yeah, another friend of the show. Uh, if we've, if, if it's, I, mean, I don't know when they're all coming out, but essentially at the time that we're recording this, the following week, me and Jerry will be recording an episode. We'll look over at Scapegoat as well. A couple of other things as well in the go. If that episode is out before this goes up, I will still put the link in the description. I'm gonna be so fucking every- shocked then. I have <laughs> like I would imagine that Luke is going to be on top of getting the episode out before you're on top of getting the episode out. Yeah, but like you won't know. We can get an episode <laughs> we can try and get an episode with Luke then. With the Thorias. Oh well everybody like a monsters of pod. Like, monsters <laughs> of pod. like in the eighties when Metallica and, and, Slayer and, and but when Metallica and Megadeth toured together and everybody's like, What the fuck? This can't be happening. We are essentially between <laughs> between 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 us all, we are essentially the equivalent of Metallica and Megadeth uh, in I the eighties so. compared to metal music of podcasting. <laughs> that's that's how it summarizes. But we should do like a monsters of pod. It's a good name. It's a good festival name. Even if it's just an online thing. Online festival, yeah, just I don't it's the know. We, we just I all want, like join I want together cunts in their tents for three <laughs> days, not showering and just listening to us talking. <laughs> amazing, drinking like cans of warm strongwell. Well, if you can convince people to do that, you know you're fucking well, people strong. Are just, people are just going to say that they've done it anyway, whether they've done it or not. There's no way for me to prove. Like, I didn't wash for three days. All right, cool. Should, should deal with yourself. Have them person. send you a sweaty underwear. I want to see your sweaty <laughs> underwear. I want three days sweaty underwear <laughs> and a warm cider. If anyone wants to send us three days sweaty underwear and warm cider, go to the uh, Disaster Artist website and you'll probably find that address there somewhere, Shane Fun. Yeah, we, we've got no P.O. Box, thank God. But if you want to find us, just disasterartistpodcast.com. You'll find us everywhere. Um, what was the t-shirt I'm going to design for you? Hmm? you would you glass a predator? Oh, would you glass a predator? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on both our stores. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to, like, uh, Jerry and Paul, how, you you've, you guys got a Patreon? Yeah, we do indeed. Uh, PGMcast. PGMcast. PGMcast, yeah. Uh, we're probably, maybe before this podcast even goes up maybe we'll have a patreon i don't know we're planning one but uh so keep an eye out for that other than that i've got nothing really to plug other than our podcast itself review us that's what i would like you all to do reviews help so much i'm sure paul will agree with this i mean you can review us but more importantly review disaster artists review like, both yeah, us. Yeah, it, yeah, it takes like review two scapegoat minutes. as well if review, you're, if you're <laughs> review every, everybody you listen see to. if you listen to a podcast and you like it give it a review yeah it fucking matters it it's, really makes a difference to it's them. incredible how much it matters yeah. like all you even if you don't want it even if you're like you're like oh i, I don't know what to write just fucking give a star rating that's enough but if you actually like want to go that extra step and like type a couple of words on itunes that makes such a difference for where we stand on the charts. Honestly, even if you're like not 100% sure and you would want to give like a three or four star rating and you're just like, oh, it's got some problems, do that because it makes, it still oh, makes yeah, so yeah. much more fucking difference yeah. than not I at mean, all. Once you're not leaving a one star review. Yeah, I mean, like, anything above one star review, yeah, we're happy two, to take. Two and above. Oh, fuck I'm that, yeah. game. Like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like a wee cheeky three star review, just like, oh, they could make more of an effort to. to not, not swear and stay on topic. Well, you know, that type it's, of shit. it's also good criticism. You're like, oh well, this is people have a problem with that. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll stop talking about predator being pregnant. I'm we never get... going to, but like, it's nice to have. No, no, no. I mean, like, that's, that's, I mean, that's <laughs> what I talk about anyway. I mean, we get we get emails sent to our like info at not another newscast, uh, not another fake. <laughs> I lied there. Info at not another fake newscast dot com, and um, 
it, people tell us, you know, things that we've either they like yeah, or they yeah. don't like and stuff like that. And then we we do look at that and we, of we, course, yeah, at yeah. least at least eighty percent of the time take heed of it. Twenty percent of the time we just ignore it because it's either we've either been busy or <laughs> the the person's wrote it in an assholey fashion. But generally speaking, we take note. Yeah, you know what I mean. We, yeah, we, no, we yeah, so, um, absolutely. I'm it makes same. a lot of difference there. So yeah, contact us. The other thing is, we just fucking contact us anyway. Like I like to chat to strangers. We both have Discord channels, and that's the best part. Like oh, the, it's the, great, the, man. Dis- Talk to strangers, weird strangers. Is do, the do best you put thing. a Discord link in your episode description? Sometimes it depends, but feeling like sometimes i put like sometimes i put our sponsors in sometimes i don't right. sometimes I put, well, we like, put both in on this because i think the discord i think that's where the best conversation happens oh we have you can you can give you can you can give us this weird off the record chat at stupid o'clock in the morning so i'll put like links to both our discords in this because that's where i i really like it it's kind of hard to keep up with people on twitter and stuff but on discord i see i kind of see everything on discord because because you're like god exactly because <laughs> I'm like God but uh, yeah so that's it uh, until next time have a nice apocalypse